0: What's up, gearheads? This is your favorite twink, Nick Fuentes. Make sure you go to blindmike.net for all Blind Mike Project. Why are you laughing? And who are these socials? And now, a man who listens to you porn as a podcast. Blind Mike, Geary.
1: From a monetization standpoint, I wonder... If it's a smart idea to have Nick Fuentes as the announcer. We let everyone audition here. It's okay. If they just, just pick,
2: they just pick up on it and go, uh, I don't think so.
1: I of YouTube says, yeah, it's so realistic. I mean, that sounds just like him. It is him, right? As far as I know. It's, so. As far as we're concerned. I don't think he's allowed on this platform, but Hackride killing it, of course, doing a terrific job. Craig decided to use his background today,
2: I see. I didn't.
1: You can see it. You snubbed him on why are you laughing. You decided,
2: I I didn't know that was in there until there's after. a war
1: there's a war brewing between Craig and Hackride that I've noticed. And I can tell you easily who's gonna win because Craig will just lie down. Craig doesn't care if he wins at this point.
2: <laughs> I didn't know there was a war, but I'm I'm ready to go, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hackride cares so much about this. He cares more about the show than I do, frankly. And Craig has sort of given up on us. We're we're, you know. Jerry first and then this program I couldn't be more
2: loyal to this program
1: (laughs) You know what I'm projecting That's been done to me I apologize Craig That's been done to me and I'm doing it to you now Shit runs downhill
2: (laughs) To to my knowledge we're recording tomorrow We're just all the time I'm always here baby
1: Um, No but Hackred wants to be part of the show On a a behind the scenes basis Are you aware of this
2: Yes he's also given me uh, other ideas Which I think are good But I don't know how we'd pull some of them off
1: um, I'm up for any ideas, but yeah, he wants to be. My concern is so Hackred wants to be basically he can control drops and things like that because Craig's always monitoring the videos and uh, the chat and things like that. So having Hackred here, he would be able to play drops and you know maybe Google things while we're talking about them, whatever. My concern with that, this is really just a message to Hackred. I know you people don't care, but <laughs> my concern with it is. He gets he's a little self indulgent at times. <laughs> we, we
2: may have I don't a, know if you've noticed that about him at all. Well we'll check in in about an hour and a half when we play a video.
1: We'll be hearing <laughs> we'll be hearing Ray DeVito drops as I talk about fucking you know, Joe Rogan. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That's my one concern about Hack Ride, but I think he deserves a, a shot at it at
2: least, no? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's, so we'll he's see. fantastic and quick turnaround on this kid. Guy. He's done. Uh, Old guy, gentleman.
1: That's the weird thing. I I, I always picture him as like a young go getter, an up and comer, and then I, he's like twelve years older than me. <laughs>
2: I know. <laughs> a lot of experience.
1: Uh, that's that's really been bugging me. By the way, I see a lot of com- hey, keep commenting, folks. Love the comments. Love that the YouTube channel is growing ever- and everything. But every so often, when someone that doesn't know the show at all happens upon a subject that they don't agree with us on, the go to is always. Oh, I'm going to listen to these boomers talk about this subject. Are we boomers now?
2: I'm 31, for Christ's sake. I'm 33 Re- or 4. I don't even remember. One of those. I'm
1: a relatively young man, <laughs> and which, which is really tough because it means they're just looking at me and being like, well, that's an old guy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> they're just using their eyes.
2: There's no... <laughs> it's, it's the voice. He sounds Distinguished.
1: I I do talk like an old man, I suppose. But yeah, we are... uh, We're live Super Chat away, folks. I know it's an old story, but I want to... um... Oh, speaking of Super Chats, I know Carl generally doesn't like to read them. Uh, But now that the episode's over, you can go back and listen to W.A.T.S. The the story at the end,
2: I'm... Did you happen to watch it last night? No, I'm watching it later (laughs) today because I got no one in the house.
1: I'm obsessed with it. I'm still thinking about it. We played a clip... It's a financial channel where they're like, uh, it, I, I've said it, it comes up in my YouTube feed all the time. And it's literally things as boring as like the power of compound interest. That, that's the title of a usual video, mm-hmm. you know, why to why to open of a, a, a 401k and shit like that. Very boring financial, you know, basic beginner investor type jargon. Until the other day it pops up in my feed. Um, How to be frugal like the Jews. (laughs) I swear to you, it's a legitimate channel. It's got like 30,000 followers. And we play clips and they're like, these people know how to haggle.
2: Is it good advice at least?
1: Well, it doesn't need to be. a (laughs) Yes, it's all basic advice, which is weird that they're like, you know, like you know who.
2: No, when you, feel, when you feel something bad's coming, turn the rain on.
1: <laughs> hang on hang on to your last penny for dear life.
2: <laughs>
1: it was Yeah, so I recommend you guys, uh, go, if you didn't make it to the end of last night's W.A.T.S., go check it out, because I'm, I'm fixated on it. But anyways, speaking of uh, old stories, I wanted to talk a little bit about Rogan, just because I'm fascinated by the subject. This was a ama- I I got real, we got really into this like a year and a half ago when it was a big story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All the, um, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough and Robert Malone stuff. Um, and I thought we have kind of just moved on. Spotify, which was actually a good move in the war on whatever that is, you know, cancel culture or whatever you want to call it. War on those people. Yeah, whatever, whatever that is. Spotify actually did the right move where they go, hey, we'll put this big blue label that says this could be misinformation. And everyone was like, fine. Until this RFK, uh, is it Peter Hotez? Is that
2: his name? I think it's Hotez. Hotez? Possibly. Don't know. Um,
1: Professor Peter Hotez pipes up and says that, uh, you know, RFK is bullshit, basically. And Rogan says, hey, 100 grand, come on the show. And the guy's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't justify this. Well, Joe Rogan has a major platform. Like, you should go on there if you want to spread knowledge. And if you're right, here's the thing. is like, why would Peter Hotiz lower himself to Joe Rogan? Well, he's not. He's lowering himself to the level of a presidential candidate who's from, you know, America's version of a royal family, essentially.
2: You know, I like, I like how uh, it ended up getting to $1.5 million to this guy's favorite charity. And he goes, talk to me when it hits 50.
1: Well that's the that's my issue with this fucking guy is he clearly loves the He's still tweeting about it
2: constantly.
1: He's like, "Oh, whoa, this is what happens when you get involved with Joe Rogan." It's like, "Yeah, you seem to really hate it." <laughs> he's
2: just and he runs you know? he runs to MSNBC uh as a safe space.
1: Like Portnoy Body bagged me many years ago when he screamed at me about Tommy Smokes or whatever it was. Mm. I didn't care for it. You know how I know how you know that is I'm not on Twitter every day, like, hey, Dave, you know who really sucks? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Move on with your life, Peter. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, it was up till last night. He's just retweeting all these stories. He's like, look at this. Uh, Washington Post says, why would I bother doing that? <laughs> Ret- yeah. Retweet.
1: Yeah, that's who you want for the, you, I, I saw a tweet from him like, um, you know who you want to follow, well, you don't want to follow like Rogan or any of this for news, you know who you want to follow, the New York Times, the Washington Post, it's like,
2: yeah, the, no, they're, they're not biased, it's just, it's just Joe Rogan. See, the problem is too, it's like, uh, if he goes on, say someone's like, the vaccine does not work, it's stupid, he might make points that make them go, okay, maybe I'm wrong, and vice versa.
1: Right. And here's here's the thing is everyone says like Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan. Your issue, whether you realize it or not, Peter and everyone else mad at Joe Rogan, is with the guests that Joe Rogan has on. Right. Like RFK, whether you are going to vote for him or not, whether you agree with him or not, whatever. He's from a, a very tapped in political family and is running for president of the United States. And won't win, but he's like a legitimate candidate as far as you know, name recognition and everything. So why should Joe Rogan not allow him on the podcast? Like, what, what, are, what are you suggesting? Is, he, is Joe Rogan supposed to say, no, 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 you're not allowed to have a voice, sir?
2: Yeah, th- th- this guy's just mentally tapped, though. He was like um, saying, if you wear a mask, you still need to stay 18 feet away from people. And he wanted anyone that didn't get the vaccine to do jail time. So that's yeah. kind of who we're dealing with.
1: Yeah, so it's like, the get because everyone freaked out last year, like, oh, Joe Rogan says the vaccines aren't real. We're probably off YouTube already, right? I forgot about that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We didn't say it was fake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joe Rogan says the vaccines aren't real. And I was like, why are you listening to Joe Rogan's part of this conversation? I was very intrigued, whether I, I don't know enough about it to dispute any of it or even agree with any of it. I was captivated when Robert Malone and Peter McCullough were on the show because I thought they were interesting guys that brought a a very tapped-in perspective to the table. So why are you listening to Joe Rogan's opinion at all in these conversations? You should be listening to the people he's interviewing. They're the interesting characters. And so today I wanted to prove that to everyone with uh, a video that I saw on, I think it was Rogan's Reddit or something. Um, He was talking to Ari Shafir. These are the when people are like, Joe Rogan thinks he's news. It's like, well, hey, he might think that, but it doesn't matter because of videos like this.
3: It's I don't know. The third like. tallest average in the world at the time was 5'7 during the Civil War for American man. Third tallest average? Yeah. What does that mean? That means like
4: the first average is like six feet tallest, like the tallest average, average tallest person. Third tallest was 5'7".
5: I don't understand what you mean.
4: The average, like if they, like if there's an average. What's the <laughs> yeah. average? The tallest average he, height. So, I got the peak. He's what is so it? dug
2: in. <laughs> he understands. I think he's doing like the mode, median, and range. <laughs>
1: well, this is this is this is Rogan though. This is what I'm trying to give you an example of. Is this is what Rogan does on every subject. Yeah, he thinks he's right about everything. That's kind of human nature. But he also honestly, that's how you do a good podcast. like it's why i wasn't good on podcasts for a long time and maybe still am not cuz i have the confidence of, of uh, I, I can't think of an example that's how little confidence i have
2: the confidence <laughs> I, of P- I started peter an analogy and yeah. didn't have one you have the confidence <laughs> of peter hotes going on to debate robert f kennedy
1: <laughs> no but like my thing like i won't argue points like that i'll just fold and assume the person i'm talking to is right cuz i don't trust unless I absolutely trust myself Rogan will dig his heels in <laughs> and be like Ari don't you see you fucking moron it's the third tallest average that's the which thing. doesn't make any
2: sense that's the thing though he's digging his heels in because he trusts himself
1: <laughs> this goes on for a long time
4: <laughs> And is it 6 foot 5
1: Yeah, average like for the all average, of the yeah. year Average for the
4: people that are alive. So what year would that be? 1866, Civil War time period. The average was 5'7". That was the third highest, third highest height average. That we've ever had? <laughs> no, during that time.
5: <laughs> what do you mean that was the third
4: The height? people that lived during that time. You 1866?
2: Ari's, like, <laughs> Ari's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean,
1: that was Ari's a- like, I know you're wrong about this.
2: <laughs> I like how... Peter, Peter, you can't argue with this guy? You're afraid of this man? Yeah, I don't and- understand. It- but he wouldn't even be talking. It would just literally be RFK and him just saying, This is why I think this. No, this is why I think this.
1: That's that's the thing. But I'm saying if your issue is with Joe Rogan, you're telling me you're a professor, you can't fucking school this guy. He often
2: that's insane. He often backs up all this shit too by going, uh, I'm a fight commentator and a comedian. And a pothead. And a pothead. <laughs> They're baked as shit in this video. They're just passing a joint back and
1: forth. He's he's often been on weed, mushrooms, or alcohol on air. <laughs>
2: Uh, speaking of doctors, we got a super chat from Jeremy Wright it says, Mike, Mike, to eat some carrots is good for eye health.
1: I'm a little past that point. <laughs> I do like a baby carrot, but uh, I don't know how much good it's doing.
2: <laughs> uh, shall we continue with this video? Yes the third highest average average
1: so if you had
4: first highest average What's like i mean first highest average well the average <laughs> height of people what is the
1: highest like for instance so like, england could have been higher than no no you could have
4: percentages one. like you have 30
2: 30- interrupt like, so
1: Jamie's correct and he, no, no no no
2: <laughs> <laughs> actually Jamie i'm going to interrupt you with something that's false if you wouldn't mind <laughs> uh, yeah Jamie just lined himself up for some belt lashings after the show <laughs>
4: 90 people. Say if you have, only have 90 people, right? Yeah, it's you just say, the average. Well, 30 of them are six foot one and above. 30 of them are six foot one to five foot ten. 30 of them are five no foot seven to no five way. foot ten. That's not what that means. or you <laughs> highest, highest average? <laughs> what, are,
5: what are you ju- choosing the 30, 30, 30. It's just the so, average. No, no,
4: no. The, the average the, the, height. Right, but the number of humans, the overall number of humans. See what I'm saying? And what I said, that's why I broke it down to 90, right? So you have three groups if you have 90 people.
2: If it was a th- is he trying to say like North America, Mexico, and like England, maybe then that's the well, third highest.
1: That's that's what it is. They're the I believe the number is they're the third highest average as far as countries go. So, you know, fucking England yeah, like you said, England and wherever, Mexico were higher than them at that time. So, they're the third highest country. Joe is saying it's the third highest average number, which just <laughs> as a sentence doesn't make sense. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's not a thing.
4: <laughs> third highest average, like we're the third tallest in the world. But they're even. Do you see, understand what I'm saying? <laughs> no. They're even. That's what it is. All right, what? listen, hold on. Stop. I got the this. The third percentile. Listen, they're yeah. even. If we have 90 people, it's you third, third and third, 30, yeah. 30 and 30, third 30 and 30. Right? If, if that's what we have, Okay, then this obviously the third you, highest almost, average. They're almost even in the numbers that are represented by each individual category of height. So it's five... Ten to six foot two is one group that's thirty people. Why are those thirty? Because <laughs> you have. <laughs> I'm just saying this so you can understand what the third highest percentage means. It's based on the number of overall people. So if there's two hundred million, so if and there's only of, three percent groups. So are there five instead or of ten, instead of ninety people, yeah. let's say there's ninety million people. Yeah. Okay. Well, thirty million of them are five foot but ten to six foot one. What's the highest percentage? Well, we'd have to find that out. But there's but there the be no third, third high- highest well, percentage. Well,
1: Ari, now here's what Ari's trying to say is who's deciding it's three or five or 20? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you could say that if the tallest person is six one, the third highest average is five seven. Well, what does that make people that are six feet and a half an inch? <laughs> I,
2: I, I highly enjoy just how hard he's trying to keep his eyes open because he's so high. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the man you're afraid of, people. Debate this guy. Squash him if you think you're right. I don't get it.
2: Jack Dorsey, to his credit, went on.
1: Yes, Jack Dorsey did go on and it caused him to leave the company.
2: <laughs> it caused him to make so much fucking money selling it.
1: <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm out of here.
2: <laughs> and to his credit, he also said that he didn't realize some of that shit was going on. So it does work out.
1: And, but yeah, I mean, and I also understand, I'm sure the comments are saying, like, it's not Rogan he would be debating, which I know, but it's Rogan they use as the lightning rod for, like, you expect me. To, to dignify this man with a response? Well, he has, let's say, average 11 million viewers is the number I always hear. Mm-hmm. Or uh, listeners, whatever. It's a lot of people that you can get your point across to and make Rogan look fucking silly. And then the other weird argument I always hear is like, well, you wouldn't change anyone's mind with a debate. What are you doing on Twitter? Right. You know what I mean? What the what the fuck are you doing, Peter He's Weighing in on this at all? Should I check? You're not going to change anyone's mind.
2: Should I go to his Twitter and see um, how how many tweets I have to go back till he tweets? Well, yeah, yeah.
1: what's the latest tweet?
2: Peter Hotez.
1: a guy who doesn't like this at all. He doesn't like the attention. Yeah, he's being bullied by Joe Rogan, isn't he? Are Joe Rogan fans?
2: He he's claiming. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. (laughs) So he retweeted something from 15 minutes ago
1: uh he's somewhat active <laughs> okay
2: uh, deeply troubled by the online attacks against dr peter hotes standing in solidarity with peter and all our public health medical professionals
1: <laughs> oh deeply troubled so much so i want to talk to you all about it
2: <laughs> yep um uh then 36 minutes ago he tweeted out an article um that says you can't win a debate when you uh when you debate against someone who disregards like Cut off the COVID vaccine. So (laughs) this is like
1: this is like if I was like looking for a fight. I've been you know maybe I've been training a little jujitsu. Yeah, and I'm looking for a fight. And I go outside the liquor store where the homeless guys hang out near my house. And I go, boy, hope no one tries to take this wallet full of cash I just took out. (laughs) Really, hope no one tries anything funny here. hmm? (laughs) Yeah, no. Hotiz is
2: begging for response
1: here. He just loves the attention he's getting.
2: And I, I had to go back fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Uh, continue the video. Uh,
1: you get the, well, yeah. Let's keep it going because I want to. I want you to see the shift when Jamie lays out what it actually means, and the victory lap that Rogan takes for this. <laughs>
4: Which was five foot seven, which means that out of these millions of people that were alive back then, the top third was average this, the second third averaged this, and the third
3: third
5: averaged that? That's such a
3: confusing stat. No fucking way. You might be confused on the word third. It's not a, a third, it's third place. Third yes. place for
5: average male yes. in America. That is
3: so that's, 37. Why.
4: that's why you're not getting it. We're now we're thirty seventh <laughs>
3: today. Like Who's
4: the list. United Americans, United States. So, right, right, right. But you're talking about the average height. Was that for America in 1866?
3: American soldiers were tall by the standards at the time. For, amongst Third the world. highest country,
4: but people were so tiny back then that third highest height, <laughs> the third no. highest category, was five foot seven. No, we were just the rank third country. We
5: were the third of all the. A- <laughs> that's not much height, right?
3: I I'm confused on why you guys are not on the same page here. I think you're both saying the same thing. No, I think I'm think we are. We are. we're third. I think we are. They weren't Dream. even
1: close to saying the same thing. Jamie just doesn't want to disagree with his boss.
2: Jamie Jamie was just had a house purchase for him, and he doesn't want to lose it. <laughs>
1: oh, gee, is that not what you were saying, boss? Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> that's very funny.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's the that's the boogeyman for all these. Which, by the way, why is that still a debate? Why is the vaccine still even like? Are people still getting boosters? No, Cl- right?
2: Cl- clearly it doesn't work, right?
1: We, we didn't need it. <laughs> I don't even care. For where, I got it and I'm fine. Like, I'm not dying yet. We'll see.
2: I didn't get thoughts. it. I didn't get it because uh, I'm, a, I'm a real man. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted
1: to get on a flight uninterrupted, all right?
2: I, I was worried they were going to do something. I didn't need them sticking something six inches long in my ear.
1: <laughs> but, like, why is it still... Like, we're past it, right? No one's getting boosters or anything.
2: No, the last person. Let my parents Let's all move on with our lives. My parents got the booster in November. Another one. I don't even know what number it was, and they got COVID five days later. <laughs> I said, "You done yet?" <laughs> Craig's like, "Good riddance." <laughs>
1: Craig's digging your grave.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a nice condo on the ocean now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, I, I just wanted to shed a little light on that subject. I don't have too much on it, but I, I just, I thought it was crazy when it popped up. Oh, and the other thing I enjoyed was, um, did you see? the response to me on Twitter when I tweeted about something else when all that was going on? No. <laughs> just randomly Saturday night. Um, I'd gotten home. We went out to dinner. I'd gotten home. I was kind of bored sitting on the couch. And I said, I'll tweet out the link. I said, hey, subscribe to the YouTube. Let's grow this sucker. And if you're watching now, maybe hit that subscribe button. Huh? Tap the notification bell so you know when we're going live. Pretty please. Um, so I, just, I tweeted out a link to the YouTube channel. And someone replied, pretty tough look, Mike, for you to think you're going to get any attention when the whole world is focused on Joe Rogan versus I, Peter Hotes." I
2: did see that. Okay, I did see that.
1: It's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: <laughs> well, click that button and you'll hear us talk about it this week.
1: <laughs> I, I was in disbelief. I was like, what?
2: Wow, that's a, that's a stretch.
1: It seemed odd that I was like, hey, guys, listen, I... I don't mean to kill the Joe Rogan subject, but I've got bigger news. I have a YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. It's going to be trending now. I'm going to get all this attention.
2: If you're looking for similarities, me and Joe Rogan do the same thing for a living. (laughs) We're colleagues. Yeah. that's true. Uh, Super sticker sent by Thomas Dixon. Thank you, sir. Thank
1: you, buddy. Yeah. If you want to send that fire away in the, uh, in the chat. And uh, let me just also let you know that uh, blindmike.net is where you go for all things. Blind mic project.
2: This Uh, again. Uh.
1: I know. I know. I apologize. You got to keep the lights on baby. Um, If you're looking for WAT, I mentioned that episode of who are these socials. All the links are there um, for, you know, Apple, Spotify and all that. Same with why you laughing. If you want to subscribe, um, By the way, I should have mentioned, we just pre record these episodes, so I didn't know this was going to be the case. Um, We recorded the Pat Cooper episode, but the episode that went on Patreon yesterday is the firing of Anthony Cumia. Great episode. Um, We broke that whole situation down. That episode won't be up for free until after the 4th of July. Um, So Thursday the 6th or whatever that is. Uh, So if you want that early... If it's worth it to you, subscribe to the Patreon, get it a couple weeks early, and we're doing a bonus episode, Anthony Cumia versus Joe DeRosa, from that whole time period. Um, so, you know, get stuff like that on the Patreon. Bonus why you laughings. Hopefully that's worth it to you. Carl, for, before we started the show, Carl yesterday goes, you really got to get rid of Quincy. What? <laughs> and I was like, what? In, my, in my mind, I was like, I don't know. I enjoyed doing it. The people that watch it like it. You don't have to watch it. And then I realize he's like he's just lurking over you. It's glaring <laughs> in the background. I forgot I had this giant picture of him right here.
2: It is there is a glare.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> I just, when you just said that I thought you meant why would we stop now?
1: Yeah, I was like Carl, we're halfway through the series. We're we gonna finish.
2: <laughs> we're gonna eventually get you know a response from fucking Plankton rules. So <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, we we got all kinds of wacky stuff going back there on the Patreon. Um, Richard Ojeda Drinking Game at 1,000 patrons. I'll perform Make America an 8 Again at 2,000. So get those numbers up. And speaking of Tom Myers, if you want to go to Havre de Grace, Sean Bowens, me, Justin, Chef Lewis, Drew P-Balls, just to name the big stars.
0: (laughs) Drew (laughs) P-Balls?
1: Just to name the top muckety-mucks. We're going to be at the Havre de Grace Opera House in Haver de Grace, Maryland. Um, next thir- Thursday, the 29th of June. So if you want to come hang with us, watch your and fan, Tom Myers. <laughs> uh, feel free. Feel free to join the
2: boys. <laughs> I love I love his name's Drew Peebles. That makes me laugh every time.
1: Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, before we get to our other subjects, we got a lot to dive into today. I'm excited to talk about that Roseanne podcast. Mm. Uh, we got some good OJ. Did you listen to those Ojeta clips?
2: So I purposely never listened to the middle. I listened to the beginning and the end to make sure I clip it right. Yeah. But one of the, I think the fourth clip starts hot.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. We got some good Ojeda today. I laughed Bald out loud. Lindley, yeah. uh, Brian Cowan, we got a bunch. But first, I wanted to get to this, that clip that I told you to remind me of. Mm-hmm. Have that ready to go. I forgot to mention this to you guys. I wanted to tell you at the time. I was in the Bahamas uh, with my family a couple months ago. Remember? Yes. And, um, I, you know, I've discussed before. I'm not particularly close with my family. I don't have, like, a bad relationship with any of them. I'm just not really... Very close with them. So there are certain things they'll like, try to relate to me on. And they don't always hit the bullseye, necessarily. Sometimes they, they have an idea of what I might like, and they misjudge it. So there's a day, beautiful 80-degree day in the Bahamas. We're walking along the beach. I mean, the, the beach, the, the sand doesn't get hot. Beautiful beaches there. Clear, blue sky day. It's me. My girlfriend, my mom walking along the beach. My mom just brings up a subject and she presents it as, Oh, Mike, you'll love this story. And proceeds to tell me about this.
0: A grandmother enters court after two of her grandchildren lost their lives when she was supposed to be babysitting them. Her daughter, Kayla, the mother of the two dead children, breaks down sobbing uncontrollably. She has not seen or spoken to her mother in five months. She blames her mom for the death of 18-month-old Ezra, who drowned in a pond at her house.
6: He got out while Tracy Nix was napping. 911, where is your emergency?
1: Uh, It's a little baby. Uh, the so grandmother is out giving him CP. Is he breathing? No, no. no, no. It's the very worst moment. Isn't that isn't that funny, Mike? <laughs> wouldn't
2: you like to talk about that on your show? Oh my God.
1: <laughs> she she presented it to me as like you like dark humor, right? <laughs> <laughs> you make fun of dark subjects. Isn't that what you do? You have a good laugh at others' expenses.
2: Oh my God.
1: I was horrified. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm just imagining her handing me like a a, like Mein Kampf and just being like, you know, who's a real dark comic? You know, who's a a hoot? (laughs) I mean, Mike, I know you like Anthony Jeselnik. This Adolf Hitler guy puts him to shame. He is. (laughs) My God, the hilarity that comes out of this. You're not going to believe what he put the Jews through. I mean, holy shit!
2: (laughs) is there more to this?
1: that's the story this grandmother killed her
2: kids oh my
1: god she she goes
2: oh you're gonna love this oh my god that is depressing (laughs) and after having kids these stories are just not funny at all (laughs) i I didn't think it was funny what what is with you people i can't believe you think this is funny (laughs) i I swear Oh, I don't know what I'm
1: presenting to them that made her think like, oh, Mike is gonna have a field day with this story. <laughs> we just
2: like, how do I come across to you and the rest of the family? That's exactly <laughs> what I said. <laughs> what do you
1: what do you th- how do you discuss me when I'm not around? <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's just you know, the fucking Sandy Hook shooting. She's like, Mike's probably writing a wacky blog about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> oh, did you miss it? <laughs> this is her Titanic story.
1: <laughs> That's that, yeah. She sends me the submarine imploding.
2: Just LOL. <laughs> hey, go easy on them. <laughs> you know where I had the best time of my life? Vegas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you would think. You would think when she got back after that, that I like roasted her for 20 minutes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Did you find Dan Bilzerian a gun, Ma? Did you? I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) That's very funny. That's funny.
1: (laughs) She goes, oh, you would love
2: this. (laughs) Both kids died, Mike. See, I understand that, you know, the dark humor. The parents are childless now. Don't you, don't you see the humor? I understand dark humor and stuff. I'm still so trying to find it. It's just dark. There wasn't an angle.
1: Other than, like, I mean, I guess the grandma's got egg in her face now.
2: And, and maybe some pond water after CPR. <laughs> wow <laughs> oh,
1: well she 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 did call me like very excited um because I, I don't think she thought i thought like the submarine implosion was funny but she called me and <laughs> she was called like, to hey, tell you this. how it was <laughs> get this they have
2: 12 hours
1: left <laughs> imagine they must be so so panicked down there <laughs>
2: We we were trying to figure out, like, uh, do you think they strangled the owner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet they're petrified that they're never going to see their families again. <laughs> Anyways, just that I'd leave you with that, you know, fun stuff. <laughs> you know, what do you mean you thought I'd like it?
2: <laughs> it's <an> interesting story.
1: <laughs> it's also not even like. You know, historically, I get along very well with my... It's not even like I have a bad relationship with my grandmother where I'm like, oh, another bitch, huh? (laughs) Another cunt that doesn't know how to treat her grandchildren.
2: And this is why I don't talk to my mom, Mike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, if you guys see fun stories like that, feel free to send them my way and, you know, we'll give them
2: a good ribbing on the show. (laughs) You should start sending stories like that to your mom and just jot down her reaction. Like, wow, how yeah. funny is this? Be like wicked funny. <laughs> anytime,
1: anytime there's a mass shooting or, you know, kids are dead, <laughs> just forward it to the gear men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw it. With- yeah, I, I, I forgot about that story. And then yesterday, Alba just came across that Instagram link. Mm hmm. And was like, I think this is the story your mom was talking about. And I had to relive it. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I feel bad for these kids all over again.
2: Your mom tells you that while you're on the, on, on, on the beach and stuff. And as she's telling you, you just look to your right. and You see two kids flailing in the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, just, well, we, on it, we brought her, uh, me and Al, we got her tickets to see Chris Stefano in Newport, Rhode Island. She's a Stefano uh, person? What's that?
2: She likes Stefano.
1: She wasn't that familiar with him but I was like that's the type of comic she would like
2: just goofy and yeah.
1: it, tur- it turns out I was right we got out, and she's like she goes yeah he was very funny i mean he's no crib death
2: but he was good <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> yeah I, I see what you're saying now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ. I forgot about that.
2: That is very funny.
1: All right. Now, let's get into uh, some lighter subjects. What do you say?
2: Yeah. Who do you want to go with so I can set something up possibly? I say we go with Roseanne. Okay. There's no
1: intro for that. Because um, Roseanne started a podcast. I had no idea about this. Uh, And I just happened to be scrolling through YouTube. YouTube decided, much like my mother, hey, this is probably something you'll like. Yeah, I was like, "All right, closer."
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just as accurate as the for you tab on Twitter. Every time, every time I'm going (laughs) through it, it's just people getting shot or beaten up, and I'm like, "This." I was like,
1: "We're we're getting there. We're a little closer with this one because I found some interest in this." Yeah. (laughs) Um. So Roseanne started a podcast. Someone obviously her son won't because he's in on this apparently, but someone should tell Roseanne like it's over. The glory days are over. Uh, To be fair, I'm unfairly judging her comedy special. Mm -hmm. I've only seen the trailer or commercial where they play her saying, my pronouns are kiss my ass. And it's like, okay, I I suspect she doesn't still have it.
2: (laughs) The fact that you're just willing to even say that out loud and unironically, you know, is...
1: Yeah, it's like, well, okay, we get, we, we get the joke. Yeah, pronoun, it's crazy, non-binary, it's nuts. Um, we're over it. <laughs> <laughs> even, if you, even if you agree with Roseanne, it's like, yeah, no, I've heard it before. You gotcha. Um, but she started a podcast. She said, hey, people haven't heard enough of these pearls of wisdom. And so she started a podcast with her son. Now, I told Carl about this last night. I wanted to leave some meat on the bone for him. I said, hey, if you ever get to it, there might be something here. Because I just watched the intro. I'm not interested in the political talk or anything. Maybe we will be someday. This could be Ojeda's rival, maybe, Roseanne. That's true. We've got Ojeda on the left, Roseanne on the right, two crazy elderly people. <laughs> um, Roseanne has apparently as much chemistry
2: as me and my mother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they get each other equally is the story I just told.
2: Roseanne and her son.
1: Yeah, it's it's a weird podcast premise because Roseanne seems out of it. And we did an episode of Why You Laughing About Roseanne. I mean, she was at a time definitely funny, whether she was your cup of tea or not. Um, She was funny and she did a lot like she was prolific at a time and she really ran that show and took it over and made it into a fucking giant like people forget. Roseanne doesn't get mentioned a lot as a classic sitcom. But that was massive in the
2: 90s. Humongous. Uh,
1: And then again, when it came back, it started out massive when Roseanne was on it. So, you know, she's definitely successful. I don't know if she's still all there. And I think these clips kind of display that.
6: Hi, everybody. This is Roseanne Barr, and you're welcome to my podcast. I finally got it together to uh, do the same thing for more than a couple weeks in a row amazing focus. But uh, yeah, my focus is I really want to walk you through what's coming because a lot of people just don't seem to be putting those two brain wires together. And I have put it together. We're being either being invaded by aliens or killed by giants coming up from Antarctica where Hitler took a whole bunch of people during World War II. Okay, okay so it
1: seems like he's coherent at least,
2: but... The fuck was
1: that? I have no. I, maybe she was kidding about the Hitler thing. I don't know. I know she's a conspiracy theorist, so it's not far fetched that she would believe that. But the other weird part I thought was that she's like, "Well, we finally did it and put something together for more than a couple weeks. This is the first episode." Yeah, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about.
2: Did she try another podcast? She must have.
1: Maybe, but. On the first episode, you can't plant the flag and be like, well, we finally made it.
2: Maybe she's like, uh, obviously, you all know I've tried this before. No, no, no. But you're missing my you're missing my point. I might. I might be. It's an
1: odd celebration to say we've finally done something for more than a few weeks in a row (laughs) on the first episode.
2: That's a great point. Thank you. Now now I get what you're saying. Uh, (laughs) Super chat from Box Eating Dad. It says, I'm Craig and my mother-in-law is worse than Trump. Is that right? No, he's. You say that? No, he he always he's trying to plant the seeds that I hate my mother in law. He's been doing. Why do you hate her so much? I I don't. She's very sweet. Oh, she's a nice lady. She she took me in when I needed shelter.
1: Is it more that she doesn't? She kind of resents you. Probably, yeah. Defiling her daughter.
2: Yeah, Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know that makes
1: a lot more. I mean, that I can. I think we can all get on board
2: with that. Yeah, you know, just being like, "Hey, uh, we we've been together seven months. She's pregnant." That was a fun conversation.
1: Yeah, (laughs) my son-in-law is a racist pedophile. Why would I like that? I get it. Pedophile. Yeah, my wife's of age. (laughs) Uh, Boxing dad is that true? Check the records on that. I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, super chat your thoughts on this. Uh, this next one is uh, her son who looks terrible
1: so this is my guy by the way I, this is the, the first podcast or at least one of the first podcasts I ever went on as a, a guest I think the first one um, back, in my, back in my heyday of really railing against cancel culture I took up a cause of the Redskins name change mm-hmm. it's funny to look back at like how passionate I was about this I was like well they didn't mean it like that <laughs> Yeah, right, right. but uh jake pentland had me on as, to talk about this subject and i had to debate a native american woman and i was like 21 22 at the time and i was kind of like well, I, I don't want to shit on this lady i don't know <laughs> whatever your beliefs are they're correct i, I guess <laughs> but anyways uh yeah so jake pentland is her son and uh I think he's trying to, you know, take advantage of whatever brain cells Roseanne has left. And hop onto this wagon.
2: <laughs> Maybe trying to exploit her name a little. I suppose.
6: Well, here I am with my oldest son, who's, I think he's 40. I can't remember, 43, I think he is. Jake that a girl. Antlin.
3: 44, but that's the closest you've ever gotten.
6: <laughs> oh, is it?
3: Yeah, I'm kind of impressed.
6: Wow. You're usually 1976, off I remember that.
3: 1978, that's more like, that's more like you.
6: <laughs> oh! Yeah. Oh, I was there, but I blocked it out.
3: Yeah, that's kind of your
1: go-to. Well,
6: you were a nine. You was a nine-pound, fourteen-ouncer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well these two are really close. You know what they should do together is a podcast. <laughs> they really seem to know each other very well. They're gonna, you know, when she zags, he's gonna zig.
2: <laughs> that's true, and then she'll say something that rhymes with that. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Uh, next one is, uh, you just, I do enjoy your, uh, titles of videos. Uh, it's just, have these two met?
1: If you thought that was, well, so, so she doesn't know her son's age, but I mean, what mother doesn't? Right. <laughs> so this is a little more, now I think you're going to see the real chemistry between these two.
3: I'm here to help my mother. You know, we're going to have conversations when there's no guest. And, uh, if there is a guest, I might pull up news, but this is obviously, the Roseanne Barr podcast and I'm just happy to be a part of it any way I can, because not only am I your son, but I'm also a huge fan. So I know
6: you're my fan. That is so cool that you're my fan. Yeah. Your brother says he's not my fan. He goes, you're not funny at all, mom. Yeah. You know how he always (laughs) goes. He goes, were you funny? What? You mean you were funny?
3: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy.
1: She's also, she's like, this is why I think she might have like a touch of dementia or something. I know she had brain damage when she was very young, but this is why she can't be all there. Cause she's talking about her other kid, like they're babies. You know how cute it is when your brother, who's probably 38 years old based on your age is like, mom, you're not funny.
2: <laughs> how old are Roseanne's kids? <laughs> I'm sure they'll pop. I mean, they up.
1: can't be young, Craig.
2: <laughs> the youngest one, uh, so anywhere from 28 to 48.
1: That's been, she. They asked her. She's like, I don't fucking know.
2: <laughs> well, 28's obviously he's obviously five.
1: <laughs> well, my yeah, my point is they're not six years old. No. Mommy, you're not funny. You're not. It's fun. like no, these are adults. Like I don't, I don't enjoy your work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, this next one is uh, just titled "She Should Be in a Home."
1: I mean, I think we're starting to get that picture painted because Roseanne, as I remember, used like she wanted to run for president. She used to be much more with it than this. This seems she's in a a fog of some kind, like someone should stop her
2: from doing this, which is funny because she looks significantly better than she used to back then. (laughs) Oh, is that right? Yeah, she actually looks healthy, but when she starts talking.
1: She's been like lobotomized or something. She doesn't seem there.
2: Yeah, she's got whatever the opposite of Trump derangement syndrome is when it's you go way too hard for him. I guess
1: no, but she she's always been like that though. She's always been a conspiracy. I mean, you heard the fucking Hitler thing, whatever that was.
2: That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, what's your go-to uh, punchline? Oh, Hitler something. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have comedians. Sometimes it'll be political. Sometimes
6: uh-huh. it'll
3: be heavy. Sometimes it'll be wacky. Stick with us every week. Love wacky.
6: Theo Vaughn called me uh wa- wacky Onassis. <laughs> on his, I did his show. That's pretty it's funny. Showing today, I think, or yesterday. Yeah,
3: it, it aired yesterday. I and think I love he
6: called me wacky Onassis. Isn't that great?
3: I will update oh, the boy. graphic for wacky Onassis. And Theo is going to be coming on our show in the near future.
6: How much do I love him and his, as my father said, humor. Yeah. My dad, you say humor. He is a he. He has a great sense of humor. <laughs> it's like Trump's huge. So Th-
1: this is not a podcast. Huge. This is like when you go to visit Nana in the home. Oh, oh my god. god! Yes. Oh yeah. No, I remember Trump said that. Yeah, that's funny. Far- oh, you like Theo Vaughn? That's ve- that's very good, Roseanne.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh, cameo blind Mike super chat. She looks like Aunt Edna in Christmas Vacation. <laughs>
1: No, no, I'm not your husband. I'm your grandson. Your husband passed away years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Oh, I like she he said he said wacky onassis and he said he, he said humor, remember? <laughs> I remember, yes, Roseanne. Very good. <laughs> No Trump's not in office anymore. He's running again though. Oh, I know God. you like him. Yes, we talked about that. This is tough. This is <laughs> tough cuz she is she's sliding into dementia and people are shoving microphones at
2: I also I highly enjoy how the sun's uh, explaining how podcasts work. Sometimes we might talk about something serious or we'll get some, you know, wacky things. We might have a guest, who knows.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I believe me. I've been there. When you don't really have a premise flushed out for a podcast, <laughs> And you're like, hey, who knows? That's the crazy thing about us. <laughs>
2: you never know. We don't know where we're going. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is the last one. Uh, it's just fun dynamic.
1: Oh, yeah, these, I mean, these two, if you think already, like these two should have a, never mind a podcast, a sitcom together. Imagine if this guy had to move in with his mom at this age. Well, the thing is, oh, too, the is the humor they would share. N-
2: no kid or anyone really enjoys going to visit Nana when they're at home because it's boring. Right. So, you know what? Let's just put it on. Let's let's record it so you don't have to leave your house for the experience. The nursing
1: home podcast would be
2: fascinating. It's it's one way. To, I bet they would all love it.
1: Eventually, we'll get some real racism.
2: She's going to start start throwing slurs out there. For sure. But that's probably why. The, trying, I'm getting, I
1: think the black one's stealing from me again.
2: <laughs> that's probably why the son's there. So he knows what to edit out.
1: Oh, grandma, you haven't had that watch in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> but the nurse didn't take it from you.
3: <laughs> into it shall we
6: yeah let's do let me get my sunglasses on
3: yeah i think the lights are too bright i'll adjust it for the next episode would
6: you that'd be great jay
3: i will i'm sorry since i
6: told you for 15 years i have a fake eye well (laughs) that when i get too much light in it i almost have a seizure i've only told you that for 15 years
3: i know but these are soft bank lights so it's
6: nothing soft about i feel my one eyeball blinking in and out and hooking up to nasa
3: Okay, I will adjust the lights, but for now, can you wear your sunglasses for a little while? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> right.
1: I, the first thing I always think when a mother and son have a contentious relationship, I always, you, should, you should do a podcast together. You should really have these issues out on the air.
2: This chemistry needs to be recorded.
1: Um, I've told you that a thousand times, you stupid, this is probably why you don't have a wife at 43 years old. Have you ever thought about that? (laughs) I actually would like to hear that now that I'm thinking about it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have to, we're going to have to deep dive into this show. (laughs) See how the next one is.
1: So there might be, like I said, I stopped it at the end of the intro. I said, uh, you know, I wanted to let Carl know you might have to do some digging here, but we may as well, because this may be the Republican answer to Richard Ojeda. Oh, for sure. And she'll go toe-to-toe with him. We've seen that video where she's screaming, I thought the bitch was white. She'll go after Ojeda.
2: See, the thing is, I believe her. Just you cannot come across like that when trying to make your point.
1: <laughs> the uh, Valerie Jarrett thing? Yeah. That, I mean, it's the most believable video ever, ever but she just sounds insane. <laughs>
2: exactly. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. That, it's, it's a tough balance. because If you guys don't know what we're talking about, uh, after Roseanne got canceled, there's a video that I think this I think this kid this Jake Pentland is the Son that put out that video In a way he helped her In a way he didn't obviously Right um, But there's a video where she's trying to record Her apology video and she just snaps In the middle of it and starts screaming I
2: thought the bitch was white
1: <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> And you're like well I definitely believe her now <laughs> if,
2: if he caught like a somber Roseanne being like I really thought She was a white lady and post right. that, that's probably what he was going for, but he's like he, he records that and goes, "Home run." We got eh, this. It's just as effective.): <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect.:
1: But yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on these two, because Malone, the chemistry. Oh man, <laughs> they are They are off to the races now, I mean, hey, good for her, the first episode has like 250,000 views or something, so
2: That's pretty fucking huge.
1: We wouldn't mind those numbers, which is why you should go to blindmic.net, folks.
2: Subscribe. Tap the subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're
1: watching now, that's the thing. Most of you people aren't subscribed. So tap that subscribe button if, if you wouldn't you,
2: mind. Yeah. If you're wondering why you can't make a super chat, it's probably because you're not subscribed.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go. Subscribe, people. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, where would you like to go next? <sighs> this is tough. Well, I feel like to, to pair with that. Yep. You gotta
0: go Richard Ojeda, right? I have to. Coal let's star. He's just a shit talking curb, stuff and red Uh
1: so Richard Ojeda, Um where do we start? Because I kind—I of, I know where we end up, put it that way, but I forget how Richard introduces us to this conversation because he's going to tell us a little about his family. We get some of the background colored in on our pal, Richard Ojeda. Yeah, the, But I
2: forget where we start here. The first one is, uh, it's just called, it's one of his sayings, it's just something to think about. And before anyone complains, he recorded this vertically for some reason, so it might look funny.
1: Oh, um, John is away, Is producer
2: Oh, this was his, the real show
1: Yeah, yeah, his daughter was graduating or something so Richard had to record it on his phone and Richard mentions a few times which makes you know he's, he's definitely serious when he says I don't mind that John has to be with his family I said, brother, you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> He keeps mentioning it which
2: definitely makes it more believable Correct, correct, but uh, something to think about here Okay
7: so I'm going to go ahead and just jump right on in with the news topics of the day. And I, I, there's a couple of things that I hope people understand. It's not, a, excuse me, it's not <laughs> illegal to ask your lawyers if you can break the law. It's completely fine to ask your lawyer if you can break the law. If you asked your law, lawyer, if you can sell heroin, you haven't committed a crime because you haven't sold no heroin. You just asked your lawyer if you could sell heroin. Now, Your lawyer is going to tell you that heroin is illegal and that selling it is a crime. Now, if you choose to sell heroin anyway, after your lawyer told you that it was illegal, then you are now, in fact, breaking the law. So let's think about that.
1: (laughs) It's just useless. I mean, he's like talking about Trump, I guess. So he's essentially going to say like that Trump. Oh, that was his argument. He goes like, this is why Biden, you know, isn't guilty of stealing documents or whatever. And Trump is basically was his argument. But I just love that he has to break things down. Like, I mean, you know, heroin, you can, you can, it's on you when you sell heroin. You can ask your lawyer about it all day. I'm like, what? What does that have to do with anything? Why are you mentioning this?
2: Personally, my favorite part of that video was him almost throwing up in the middle of a sentence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, let me tell you. <laughs> I think it's because he was about to say something nice about Mike Pence. He, was <laughs>
2: <laughs> he just can't bring himself to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we, we have powerful stuff.
1: Uh, This is more. I love when Richard gets into like a real, like, hey, listen to me. Philosophical.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Listen to me now. He kind of delivers like movie line or movie trailer lines. Right. Where it's like, wow, that is, that's, I mean, that's really something I got to chew on.
7: Those that think everyone should be free to own any firearm that they want, just know that a man dreamed about an intruder in his home. When he woke up, he got his gun and accidentally shot himself. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up, folks. You know, folks, let me tell you something.
1: Sure you could.
2: (laughs) It sounds made up.
1: It it sounds really made up.
2: (laughs) It sounds like something like uh, the government would make up to get everyone to bring their guns back.
1: Well, I don't want to get into that. (laughs) But that's what I love about Richard's show is where he'll just read a meme, and and he talks very, kind of like Alec Baldwin. He talks very powerfully into the camera and says, I mean, what, what if I were to tell you, it's a 30 for 30 on this guy shooting himself. (laughs) What if if I were to tell you that a man woke up in the middle of the night and shot himself?
2: (laughs) Whoa, very spooky. Your, your lawyer can't help you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, what you can do is ask your lawyer if it's legal to shoot yourself
2: that you're allowed to do some reason, curb stomping is perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, next, we have... Just uh, <laughs> might be a drop or two.
1: <laughs> oh, I forget. Okay.
2: okay. I the, remember clipping this, but I can't remember what he said. The next one is the one we're trying to get to. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is just built. These are things I, I like to pick an episode and just clip as much as I can of it. Um, but yeah, there are a couple good drops here. I just can't remember. I'm as excited as you people.
7: But uh, hear you like this. Tomorrow, we're having Jews for dinner.
8: Okay, First,
1: that's Cason. right. My friend, oh, okay. Okay, that's
2: right. Let me start that one over there.
7: Yeah. Someone's been watching the financial videos that I've uh, suggested. But uh, hear you like this. Tomorrow, we're having Jews for dinner. Folks, <laughs> I mean, we have a
1: lot of Ojeda in the outro. Uh, you know what? No, no, no. Never mind. That'll get us. An... <laughs> I, I don't want to be that kind of show. I don't think <laughs> that we end with a man saying that. Uh, let's keep going.
7: But, let me hear it one more time. I uh, hear you like this. Tomorrow we're having Jews for dinner. Folks, let me tell you something. Jewish people is acceptable, but to sit and say the Jews, that's actually not right. That's not the way it goes. He said, "Tomorrow we're having Jews for dinner. Is that kosher?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: See, it's like that. It's like the Always Sunny. You, you can say Jews, but you—it's ha- all about inflection.
1: <laughs> I like that. That's what Richard's doing now. He's like, now, now, listen here. Uh, I I don't think Richard can say Jews in any capacity with that accent.
2: That accent just makes it hateful. I mean,
1: mean, believe me, you can say Jews. You can say Jews. (laughs) You can have Jews in your home if you want. You can break bread with them. (laughs) Okay. I never thought you couldn't.
2: (laughs) I didn't realize that was illegal. Did you talk to your lawyer?
1: (laughs) You can, when you're talking to your accountant, you can say Jews. Your doctor <laughs> uh, you know, your lawyer, any type of person like that, you could absolutely say Jews, because uh, that's who you're hiring usually.
2: <laughs> now, uh, this next one, I got to give the heads up to everyone uh, watching here. This star- its a short clip, and it starts heavy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, this is where we're getting into. So, just know, uh, Richard is of Hispanic descent.
2: Is he? Were you aware of that? Oh, I actually makes sense with the last name.
1: Oh, Jedi. or Ojeda, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Richard comes from, I believe, a Mexican background. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. so he is allowed to say these
2: things that we're about to hear him say. Just hey, keep that in mind. It's like it's like when logic says the N word,
1: right? Yeah, it it's. It's really more like if uh, Louis C.K. or Tom Segura were to say a Hispanic slur. It would jar you at first. And then you're like, oh, no, no, they're allowed. All right, all right, I forgot.
7: the wetbacks is a
1: derogatory (laughs) (laughs) term. Again, the accent tricks you. He is
2: Hispanic. Let's all remember that. (laughs) He's allegedly Hispanic, looks like he does in West Virginia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Richard screams West Virginia, and so does his, his voice but he is a man of Hispanic descent.
7: Well, the wetbacks is a derogatory term. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story because my grandfather was an original wetback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, before it was cool. <laughs> he was one of the OGs. He he. I mean, he earned his stripes when it really meant something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was an original. that's I'll I'll do the version that I'm allowed to do because obviously I can't say the words that Richard sang. Mm-hmm. But it's like if I were to go on and just be like, I mean, my grandfather, he was a Dago's Dago. I mean, this guy, he had he he sweat olive oil and came marinara sauce. This guy was such a guinea.
2: He he was king wop. It's I like, I guess it's like when I say Italian stuff because I am Italian, but I got the red hair.
1: But it's it's just funny to kind of like hair. brag. I mean, like he was. This guy was a guinea when it met something. You understand me? <laughs> he's a guinea's guinea. He was he's a grease ball's grease ball. <laughs> it's
2: the best part of The Godfather. I always bring it up. Uh, this is the last one here from uh, Ojeda. The Legend of Pop Pop Ojeda. <laughs> okay.
1: okay. So so what makes Pop Pop Ojeda an original, you know, W <laughs> uh, well He's going to tell us and I mean this is a triumph Of the human spirit I've never heard a story like this Like 50 Cent shot, got shot nine times Is that right? Uh, yes This makes him look like a pussy
7: <laughs> But the term came From when They were fighting with Pancho Villa My grandfather Was 13 years of age when Pancho Villa Come through where they were living in a place called Tecaluta del Montenegro and my grandfather left with them when he was 13 years he left never saw his mother living alive again he left and went with Pancho Villa <laughs> he was shot three times he was shot in the head he was shot in the ass and he took a bullet right in the scrotum and still had nine kids <laughs>
1: I mean, this guy, I, my, my grandfather, he doesn't, he doesn't push the, he doesn't do push ups. He pushes the world down. You understand
2: me? This, this is starting to make I more mean, and more sense that his dad is Forrest Gump.
1: My, my grandfather, uh, fought Pancho Villa and, uh, his father went up against Genghis Khan. Now that was a ruthless son of a
2: bitch. But, uh, uh, Dave Sarr, five WBO Jetta took care of him. Uh, Super chat from Dave Sara, five bucks. Thank you, sir. Ah, uh, yes, the OG WB Grand Papo Jetta. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I mean,
1: I mean, my pappy took so many bullets and still, I mean, this man was a coming machine. He would jizz in a woman uh, so many times that he, he, so, sometimes he'd impregnate her twice. That's how much this man was coming. You understand?
2: Each each rope he shot had lead poisoning. <laughs>
1: I mean, the endurance you have to have to get shot in the scrotum and then still tell a woman to open wide because she's getting a nice gift shot down her throat. It just shows how horny... I mean, that
2: really takes some endurance. It shows how horny guys are that his scrotum will have been shot open and he's like, I can still do it.
1: I'm still going to fuck.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh, The gift that keeps on giving that guy. You know, what's funny. He recorded that himself on his phone, and it sounds exactly the same as the other show.
1: Uh, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The, same. The, the passive aggressive shots he threw at John, his producer, unnecessary. You could just do that every night. It, it, it just didn't
2: look as good, but technically.
1: You also, lo- you're missing the fun drops. You don't get the Hunter's laptop yeah. segment drop and things like that.
2: Hunter's last call.
1: Yeah. Oh, laptop. <laughs> laptop.
2: Oh, yeah. Hunter's Laptop. Um, that was all we had for Ojeda. Uh, yeah, Uh We got uh, some super chats here. Uh, okay. Dave Sarr again, another five bucks. My grandfather died in every single Mexican war. <laughs> 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 Alright right. Uh, Box eating dad, two dollar. <laughs> I'm reading a super chat here. Uh, the only do- <laughs> the only WB thing about him is having nine kids. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't say it
1: and then, and then what you have to understand uh, It's a lot like my cousin Gustavo Fring says uh, <laughs> When he's going up against the Mexican cartel Now they may try and poison you But what you do is stick your finger down your throat When you're in the bathroom You throw it up And then you have a young meth head kid uh, Shoot up the, the cartel
2: <laughs> he's, I want to just hang out with him for a day <laughs> Like, all right.
1: he, I, I think he could be a fun time. The problem is we couldn't. Or you certainly couldn't reveal your true politics. I could not. But
2: you know what's you funny? Because that would send him into a rage. But the thing is, he's a fake lefty. Yeah, he voted for Trump. He voted for Trump. <laughs> I'm sure he he loves shooting guns. He was in the fucking military.
1: Um. Yeah. He he does like getting high. He's a big weed guy. That's a, that's, that's his a big weird. thing. Is a uh, in West Virginia. He was a state senator, so I don't know how much influence he even had. Not but much. he's like, I got, I got we legalized in West Virginia. That's his, one of his big brags.
2: <laughs> we have people trying to uh, uh, reach out to him to get on. By the way,
1: I, I suspect he won't do it. But <laughs> if it- he but pull up the tweet, I, re- I quote tweeted one of his tweets from yesterday, where it's amazing. He says, like, he just has no problem saying the word fuck tard and everything, and he still goes <laughs> after Trump for that stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you quote tweeted it. I did, yeah. All right, let's see.
1: You might have to go back,
2: but I wonder if he blocked me by the way because people kept. T- I haven't, he seen hasn't him.
1: blocked me. I don't think he's a blocker. You got to give him that, you got to give him credit there. I don't know that he's a blocker.
2: That's true. Uh, I just haven't seen anything from him in a while. Uh, okay. It's uh, Ojeda put uh, one of Trump's truth socials and re- quote tweeted it with. This fucktard won't stop until more people are killed. Anyone else would have a and gag. And by
1: fucktard, by the way, I mean retard. <laughs> it's a word I would want Trump crucified if he said but I don't mind saying it. It's kind of a fun
2: turn of phrase, if you ask me. <laughs> Anyone else would have a gag order. Anyone else would have already been incarcerated. Our biggest threat is from stupidity. I will dance in the streets when this jackaloon can no longer place us in jeopardy.
1: I, like to, I wonder what song he would choose. I'd like to join him in that dance.
2: Ooh. <laughs> um, whatever that Vietnam a theme.
1: house next door to me. <laughs>
2: I think the, the Vietnam theme song.
1: Oh, interesting. Maybe.
2: Whatever that. I forget what that is, but the one that's always associated with Nam.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, moving on now to a gentleman named Brian Callen. We haven't talked about Schwab and Callen in a while.
2: It has been a while. I mean, we've been because, Yeah, from...
1: Brendan's a good friend of mine.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think he's improved in his comedy a lot. And there's nothing in this clip that will get me to turn on that promise of being a Brendan Schaub fan. You're not going to find anything that makes me cringe or makes me wonder why I've decided to become a fan of his. <laughs> I assure you, there's nothing that if I don't criticize it, I'll be a total hypocrite. I Defy you to find something like that. We're here to make fun of Brian Cowan.
2: That's right.
1: Because apparently Brian Cowan's a little
2: sad. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Who'd have thunk that, you know, being accused of rape several times would affect ticket sales?
1: Well, I I got accused of rape and I don't sell as many tickets now.
2: (laughs) I still make a living telling dick jokes, but (laughs) uh, my friends do something better.
1: Well, so people on Reddit have been uh, really obsessed with the. Fighter and the Kid numbers, and the numbers for the Golden Hour. So, um, the King and the Sting is now known as the Golden Hour. Theo von left, but the King and the Sting and the Fighter and the Kid used to do hundreds of thousands, if not close to a million views an episode. Um, those were massive podcasts, and there was a time where you could argue the Fighter and the Kid was like one of the ten biggest podcasts in the world.
2: Uh, a, a thousand percent. But the problem I find is uh, their association with uh, one Mr. Chris D'Elia. <laughs>
1: Um, That's been a problem. I would say the way they reacted to the D'Elia thing was rough.
2: I understand trying to stick up for your friends, but there's certain things that you just have to be like, I don't know what's true.
1: They wept and said, it's like he died. Right. <laughs> and then had him on the podcast as soon as they could.
2: Right, right.
1: Um. So that was very weird. But, uh, yeah, they've, they've been through the ringer. Their numbers are down. And then I guess this is Brian Callen. And Brian, Ca- Brian Callen has also hitched his wagon to Steven Crowder, which I don't know if that's a great career move or not. No, he's but getting... Crowder
2: is a big audience. He's getting the light. <laughs> don't talk. <laughs>
1: he's, he's getting the light. So when he's with Brendan, he knows he can talk a little more than when he's with Steven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame. I wish... If anyone knows an easy way to find good Crowder clips, let me know. Because I think he's a mockable guy, mm-hmm. but I don't want to sit through, you know, an hour and a half a day of Steven Crowder. I just can't do it. I'm waiting. Half an hour a day of is enough.
2: I'm waiting, just waiting for him to give DePaulo the don't talk sign.
1: <laughs> DePolo bites his fucking
2: finger off. DePaulo's like, you push that fucking button again, I'm coming over that desk. Go ahead, push the button. I fucking dare you. <laughs> You're going to push that button that stupid fucking shirt? <laughs>
1: Uh, so yeah, Brian Callen's ticket sales are down, and he seems a little bummed about it.
5: It's gonna hurt your feet. My wife
8: put it in perspective for me. I was complaining about, you know, uh, not having a big black dick. Just I was just complaining about. <laughs> oh, uh, Brendan,
1: that's a good one, buddy. Was-
8: <laughs> <laughs> nice way
1: to ease the tension, my friend. That's very good. See, Wait, you know what? Very astute comedy mind there. Brendan Schaub said, "My buddy's obviously down. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lift him up." I was gonna say a little he- black dick joke. He knew, I never heard
2: anybody. He knew this podcast was about to get real somber, and he's like, no, no, no let's keep the mood up. Hey,
8: Yeah, you know what cures everything? Black dick. Complaining <laughs> <laughs> about, you know, uh, not having a big black dick. Just, I was just complaining about, uh, <laughs> I wasn't complaining, but I was a little bit.
2: means he was bitching uncontrollably about this next thing.
8: Constant whining to his wife,
1: who absolutely <laughs> wants to hear Brian Bill like, oh, my numbers are down. Whoa, I'm very sad about this.
2: <laughs> just be she'd just be like, just be be happy your divorces aren't going up, buddy. <laughs>
1: well, I, did he say wife or girlfriend? Wife. I okay, think. so your wife, that's me, who you should be talking about this stuff too. So I'm not even really gonna make fun of him for that. As mm-hmm. much as I just did a second ago.
2: No, no, but, but she he can't bitch about that stuff while the whole reason he's in the shit is for cheating on her.
1: <laughs> um well that's not true, count
2: Oh no, actually that was from years ago, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was that was years ago. That's right. I don't know, maybe, right. maybe he also cheated on her. I have no idea. Probably. Um, I think this is a new wife, actually. Anyways, we you sound like fucking idiots here. Let's move, move past it. Okay. Um, my point is, with Brian Cowan, like have that conversation with your wife. You don't bring it on the podcast. No, the podcast audience doesn't want to hear my my. T- there were a few empty seats when I was in. Tennessee this weekend, which uh,
2: on, some, on some level, I kind of respect the uh, behind the curtain thing, but on the other... Sure,
1: but like listed Norman to talk about that stuff, but it's not like
2: I want to kill myself. <laughs> I've got a case of the sabs. Yeah, Norman's like, yeah, I didn't sell any tickets because I'm gay. you
1: hey, <laughs> hey.
8: Jews. You know, I'm not having a big black dick. I was just complaining about... Uh, I wasn't complaining, but I was a little bit bummed out about uh, not selling theaters, or you know, some some of my I friends. I wasn't would complaining;
1: sell- it was more like aggressively sobbing and pounding my fists against the table.
2: How the fuck does Theo Von sell out theaters? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was more like cursing Joe Rogan for not having me in his stable anymore. <laughs> well, the- it was it was more it was really more me saying like I'm as
2: cool as Mark Norman and Shane Gillis. What a mistake. Didn't didn't Rogan offer to buy all of these people houses in Texas?
1: So the story, as I've heard it, I don't know how true this is, is that some stuff popped up with these guys around that time, both Mm -hmm. of them, not just Callum, and there was a reason they couldn't move to Austin family wise. Hmm. so that ended up kind of fading away and then the, just I think being in Austin Rogan's kind of, so the thing now is like Schaub
2: hasn't played the mothership he hasn't been there since hasn't he
1: which is weird, no don't you think it's odd he hasn't been invited
2: down there yet yeah but I'm sure, I mean he's been on the show several times since he moved hasn't he? yeah but since he opened this massive comedy club, a guy
1: that he got into comedy, he hasn't booked on a show
2: well yeah I mean he didn't, I mean you know <laughs> <laughs> he wants quality shows People pay a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. That's why
1: you book Brendan shop. What are you getting about this?
2: <laughs>
8: Anyways, selling <laughs> <laughs> lots of tickets, and I was like, you yeah, know, but but I'd sold out that night, and you can like, go down Whoa. that route. I mean, she goes, once like every she goes, two weeks, she said to me, she goes, once every two what?
5: <laughs> What's
1: what? good? That's good. Yes, Brendan. Uh, Brendan is saying. Once every two weeks, you should have a mopey rant to your wife about what a failure you are. I think that's
2: about the right number. If Dave Smith can get spots there, it's crazy. Schaub hasn't. Dave Smith is one of the biggest people in comedy right now because of politics. <laughs>
1: but the Chatter's point is, Rogan, I mean, Schaub is a great comic and friends with, Ro- right, Chatter? That's <laughs> what your point is. He's a great comedian. He should have been there. <laughs> yeah.
2: I do, I do like how he's like, every once in two weeks you can just have a hissy fit in your kitchen
1: Two, you know, <laughs> two weeks is about the right number that you should have a mental breakdown in front of your wife <laughs> that, I think that's the right recipe for her respect is every two weeks you just break down uncontrollably and scream the name Joe Rogan in anger <laughs> at, the,
2: at the heavens once, once again, <laughs> it's, it's like fucking um, Kevin Spacey in House of Cards where he's just an emotional mess so she has to like fuck the man back into him <laughs> just, that's that shop That shop in his mudroom every week
1: <laughs> That's when uh, Callan just looks at the audience and says That's when I knew I had to get to the mothership
2: <laughs> He's been there, I think What are you looking at? I'm, I'm pretty sure Callan's been there
1: I believe he has, yeah Which again, adds to my conspiracy theory <laughs> I
2: And
8: mean, when she goes Once like every she two goes, weeks. She said to me, she goes hey, Brian, somebody took a picture with you tonight and when they walked away, they went like that. They pumped their fist. There's a guy,
5: but yeah.
1: yeah I don't but, know about that. Maybe Callum's crowd, she's stereotyping a little. but
2: <laughs> sure, sure, i just made a gay joke out
1: of that. <laughs> well, we got to go back. Because <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear the greatness come out of his mouth.
2: It was big black dick level.
1: But I don't remember, like, I thought it was cool the first time I met, like, Jim Norton, say. I wasn't like, fuck yeah.
2: Oh, here's... Here's the here's the argument. Here's the argument you need to go with right here from uh, from Japanese fart enthusiast. Uh, the comedy right. mothership, Shab only performs in stadiums.
1: There we go. That's a good point. Maybe it's a little maybe Shab looks at it and says, like this tiny room, what's the what's the point? You the, know, why would I waste my time?
2: This is more like the mother shuttle bus. Get out of here yeah. with this.
1: Shab works his material out in theaters. <laughs> right. That's where he has a tiny little audience at like, you know, big at two thousand seat venues.
8: They pump their fist. There's a guy, but yeah, yeah. But but it's like, <laughs> be a little. She goes,
2: that's to- anyway, be- Brendan.
1: Hey, no homo, right, buddy? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Was your wife all right with who that?
1: Wants, <laughs> who wants dudes celebrating, right, B? <laughs> Nailed it again, buddy.
2: <laughs> uh, let's see here.
8: Be a little, she goes, That's be, be, be thankful for that, and that's a big deal, and I never do that, and I never that's do that. That's, that's almost do impossible to do. It. I have a huge
5: problem with it. That's now. almost impossible to do. It's like if you're a Navy SEAL, oh, and you're boy. in the middle of war, and you're like, dude, we're some badasses, no. and they're like, yeah. what? No, this is yes. what we do, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the yes, bullet's fine.
1: It's exactly like that. I agree with him. <laughs> I don't like It's really exactly, Brian Callen being accused of rape and his ticket sales going down, it's a lot like the Navy SEALs, I think, in many ways.
2: I don't I don't like this being called In Shape Very Good Show very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very nice. <laughs> That's
1: a great tagline for you guys, honestly. I'm
2: down 32 pounds, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but so I think if we're going to talk about this realistically, I know it's fun to make fun of Brendan and everything, but I thought... Before he even said that, it's weird. Maybe this is just a connection Brendan and I have. When Callan was moping that his ticket sales are down and going, oh, I, I, I bitched to my wife about how I'm not as successful as I used to be. I was like, that's kind of like Robert O'Neill and the boys going in and taking out Bin Laden. It's
2: that's the same probably thing. the same
1: attitude that they had.
2: Yep. Same thing. Same same brotherly bond and everything. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah, so I think Brendan's. Let's hear him out here, because right? I think he's on a good yeah.
2: path. You know, because the the opener is like the breacher, the one that's first in the room. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, it's a squad. I think we-
1: I think joke makers who can't sell tickets. I think it's exactly the same as the Navy SEALs. Dude,
5: <laughs> dude, do, do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the bullets flying. Who gives a fuck? That's always yeah. we, that's we're used to this. So it's, it's an s- extreme example. <laughs>
1: take
2: some lead, baby. <laughs> You're out there on the front lines, my man, in the trenches. It might have been an extreme example. (laughs) Hold on, hold on, go back, go back.
1: I did. Laugh at him all you want, Craig. I'm not. That's him understanding, like, hey, listen, I I get it. Maybe people will call this extreme, but it really is. He's like, as Tom Myers once said, it's like a firefighter running into a burning building, this profession. I get it.
5: If you're a Navy SEAL and you're in you know, the middle of war, we looked
1: like, at Steve Martin and he has a, an arrow through his head. I was thinking, boy, that guy must be in combat when that photo was taken. That's
2: what, that's what I thought. <laughs> uh, I lost my mouse. Yeah. dude we're some
5: badasses? No, and they're like, what? No, this no. is what we do, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the bullets flying. Who gives a fuck? That's yeah. what we, That's we're used to this. So it is an extreme example with the Navy SEALs, but it's just a high I, I need to be more great. But an example, nonetheless, <laughs> I, an
1: extreme example, but a great one and an accurate one. It's like what the first time I saw Ralphie May, I uh, thought, is that a Navy SEAL there?
2: Definitely SEAL <laughs> Team 2, but still a SEAL.
1: Is that is that one of this country's greatest heroes? <laughs> oh, it's Ralphie May making fun of the Native Americans. Oh, I'm sorry.
8: And I need to be be more thankful for where I'm at. I mean,
5: and I I try to practice. You
8: should be in theaters,
5: though. You're you're talking in comedy. You're you're a monster. You're the one that taught me stand up, but I'm super great. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, That's a badge of honor. Hey, Brian, good for you. (laughs) Great. Brian was like, like, broke the table that he's sitting next to. (laughs) Now, why would he do
1: that? That's a great badge of honor to have, is teaching Brendan Shaw. Because he was
2: standards. so emotional with the compliment he just got. That's why. I think...
1: I. You know what I think a great way to cure um, Brian's case of the blues is?
2: AIDS. Is let him know, hey... Huh? <laughs> His case of the... I said AIDS. But okay. Want, all right. I was doing well, a shop well, joke. I'm going to start that off. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> you know, a great way to cure Brian's case of the blues <laughs> is...
1: You know, you, you clearly you see sad and you tell him, hey, Brian, things may not be going great anymore, but you are responsible for gringo popping. <laughs> hey, there you go, buddy. Think about that. Have you thought of it that way, Brian? <laughs> Have you looked at it like that? I doubt it. Why he wouldn't be so down? Hey, Brian, where are you going? Come back. <laughs> <laughs> No, Brian, put the rope down. No, Brian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he shoots up the studio. <laughs> and runs out with, with Schaub's joke book.
1: <laughs> that, that's, that, what a great friend, though, that Brendan Schaub is to be like, hey, buddy, you, you may suck now. Well, why don't you share in my success? You know what I mean? Like, come over here. This is because of you. All that Brendan does Which is apparently remove a podcast and then not post one all week. That's because of Brian (laughs) Count.
2: You know what, Brian? You know what you could do? You could go to the city that your kid's named after and have a half full room because these people are here as a joke. That could be you, buddy.
1: Yes. Half full. Emphasis on full.
2: Yep. I look at half glass full, dude.
1: Yes. So is that the whole clip? No. Okay, good. Because Brian's still down. Jesus
5: Christ! There's no turning this guy up. No, not at all. You're a monster. You're the one that.
1: I've been depressed plenty in my life. I've been very down, (laughs) and I've done shows about that. I've literally on the Patreon early on, we would do a show specifically to talk about depression, and I wasn't this fucking little like stink.
2: You know, you know, and
1: I do. <laughs> I don't have the success that Brian Callen does. Keep this off the podcast, you fucking idiot.
2: I like how shots, like uh, you, you know, online when you see that, you know, a soldier's walking and then bullets start flying in this chaos. Yeah. That, you know what I, I, that, I really liked the video
1: um, that they made of Brian Callen's reaction when Callen came home from the road one weekend. I didn't it know was that. kind of a beautiful moment where they were like, "Mike, Dad, is that you?" <laughs> I didn't
2: know that was the thing. He came home from, yeah, he
1: came home from battle. And they were happy <laughs> to see him. They didn't know if he made it.
2: He had a, he had a fucking duffel bag over one shoulder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dog went crazy. Yeah. It was fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and he can't watch war footage, Shaw, because he's like, this reminds me that my mother-in-law making empanadas that I do on stage once in a while.
1: <laughs> oh, that weekend in Toledo. <laughs> you just staring off into the distance, drinking an old fashioned. He's, he's having
2: he's having non flashbacks, but it's, <laughs> it's it's jokes that just get murmurs like man, you know. <laughs> uh, I remember when I said I went to Boston Dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> you think that'll be in the special his next one? I hope so. So bad. No,
1: no, that. You don't know Brendan like I do. That was him being playful with the crowd. He's like, hey, you guys know Boston Dynamics. And we were all like, yep,
2: I go there all the time. Yes, we do know. And no, none of us have been there because it's one of the most secure places in the state.
1: <laughs> you know how you're walking around Boston Dynamics? I wish you did it like a Def Jam comic. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Y'all know how it'd be around Boston Dynamics. Yeah, you know you know that place where they're making armies of robots? <laughs> she. <laughs>
5: <laughs> taught me stand up, but I'm yeah. super grateful for that. The, out of Ooh. everyone, you know, no one gives you the credit you deserve. We've been over this. Yeah, like, you're the reason I, have, I I can afford private school for my kids yeah, for rented. doing in The
1: position of lifting this man's spirits, like, hey, don't kill yourself. You got my
2: kids in private school, dude. Nothing to be ashamed <laughs> about. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Hey, your life might be in shambles, but mine's going pretty okay.
2: <laughs> I need somebody. There is a picture. Next to Brian Callen, the person looks exactly like Dave Cullinane.
1: Uh, it's him, Matt Cullinan. Before KMS Cullenane produced the fighter and the kid,
2: it, it looks exactly like him. Someone find out who that is. It's very funny. <laughs>
1: that, that would fit, but Dave would be good on that show. He would be great. He'd be he'd be like the insightful. They they would they, like that. Um. Uh. Oh, you weren't in Portland, but one of the sketches was like um like Ryan Whitney complimenting, culinary. they've talked, they've mentioned it on the show. It would honestly be like that where Schwab and Callen would be like, I mean, this kid, the, the we call him the whiz kid. <laughs> 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 How do you know all this stuff, Dave? Oh, yeah, yeah. it.
2: I actually, I heard about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's very funny. That picture. But anyways, there's still more here. We got 25 seconds left.
5: End up, you wow. know, that's all, that's all Brian Count, nah. You're the one that pushed me. You should be a theater act, you know. And I I have. I mean, you're not, but I'm just saying you should be. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You
2: should be, but you're not.
1: Yeah, I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't sell at clubs right now. But what I'm saying is, like, you're good enough to be. Think about that.
2: You're not even a five shows a weekend at a club guy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you want you want to you want to kill yourself, obviously. But like, think of all the things you you should be. That's something to live for.
2: You want to kill yourself, and I understand. <laughs> People
5: for it that you're not. I'll be. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'm not there yet. You should be there. <laughs> and it bothers me, you're not.
8: And
1: <laughs> 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 <a> way, Brendan. <laughs> way to pick up your buddy. I mean, I'll get there. I'll be, I'm. I'm going to be fine. But you on the other, yeah, we got to figure out something so you don't hang yourself. <laughs> terrible yeah me I'm gonna be totally fine don't worry about me but you yeah geez we should we should come up with something
2: (laughs) yeah I like like the idea of like uh, Russia attacking the United States and all the all all the comics just jump on the ground shaking (laughs) holding their heads like no
8: (laughs) not again
1: (laughs) Rory Scoville takes a bullet in the chest (laughs) 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 <laughs> oh. Rick Glassman you can never tell if he's actually dying you don't know if he's doing a bit or not
2: Todd Glass is just making fun of the enemy <laughs> we were, we're Todd War- Barry's just like uh, yeah I guess you
1: shot me <laughs> just <all> sarcasm yeah.
2: <laughs> Bill is like, where the fuck do these people think they are? Why you Why are you coming to my stuff? What a wrecking crew of Navy SEALs you got at the mothership! People who the sun hates and like they don't even go outside.
1: But the the name I threw out the name Rick Glassman just because it was on my mind. Are you how aware of him are you? I've heard the name. (laughs) He's very funny.
2: Is he? uh, Check out
1: his podcast. He's doing shit with his podcast. It reminded me of like. I think Hackride would be a good fit with his show, kind of. <laughs> like it reminded me of that where it's like almost kind of, it's, it's weird but funny. Like it's a he does a good job.
2: Well, now it sounds like Mike and Hackride have a little issue over here. It'd be Why a great. Not? It would be a better place for Hackride to end up. That's what I'm hearing right now. How do you figure? I'm just fucking around, it. <laughs> Swinging a mess. Yeah, it happens.
1: There's no breaking up the brothers. No.
2: No, the the Stop three. Breaking up a
1: partnership like me and Hackrath. The
2: three blind mice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, now Hackright says it's more like two. If you yeah, know what I mean.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. packing my bags now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, do you want to go? Um,
1: well, good friend, Brendan Schaub. Good, good job. I think you, I think after that, Brian was all right. <laughs>
2: Home and he's like, You're not gonna believe what Brendan said to me. <laughs> uh, has it been two weeks already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he said I was responsible for his comedy, and then he said he was more successful than me, and then he said I should be playing theaters when I'm not. I can't get Will Sasso to call me back anymore. <laughs>
1: I never should have offended Chris D'Elia
2: because now people lump us together and I don't think it's fair. <laughs> what do you mean when his this allegations came out and I said, he's my best friend. <laughs> I
1: don't even think this is Joe's number anymore.
2: Thank God you took the bullets out of my gun. <laughs>
1: yeah, that he got from his Navy SEAL training. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, sir, can you wield this? Well, I am a comic. Thank God.
1: Are there any comics on board?
2: So <laughs> they said on 9-11, but comics don't fly that early, so they were out of luck.
1: <laughs> There's been an intruder. Quick, get Theo Vaughn.
2: <laughs> Does anyone have any airplane material? Uh, if
1: only Bobby Lee were here to stop this
2: <laughs> Anytime there's riots They send Nick Apollo and his crew
1: <laughs> I don't need home security I'm friends with Brad
2: Williams <laughs> Ron White's my mentor I got this
1: all right, all right. Uh, well, we've mentioned his name a few times. Should we get to Chris Dilla? Uh
2: Yes, we should.
0: He's a
6: maniac
0: Brawly has no soul. He's assaulting like a Weinstein on parole. He's a maniac, joke A
1: sex cult when you look like that. <laughs> wow, man. Look at how menacing his laugh is. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Um, well, first of all, you have this uh, screenshot from Reddit. Yeah, let me pull that puppy up. <laughs> this was funny. So, someone was, I guess, uh, our boy Shane Gillis is in Baltimore coming up. And uh, hey, so are we. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe me and Justin will see him on the way. I don't know when he's down there, but um, not long after Shane Gillis, Chris D'Elia will be there. And this person on Reddit noticed um, only one comedian in the Baltimore area needs to preface his dates with this rule.
2: Yep. So we have uh, Nikki Glaser. uh, Nice. Shane Gillis. Nice. Tickets available for both. Uh, uh, Chris D'Elia, 18 plus event. (laughs) (laughs) Now, it's funny, because I think people took that as like,
1: he needs to put a disclaimer on his shows that you have to be 18 or older. I I took it as, guys, you don't need to be 21. <laughs> oh. Don't oh. sweat it, guys. If no. you're worried you
2: have to be 21 years old, don't even think twice. See, I'm taking that completely different from you. Yeah. I know, I'm, I'm picturing his manager going, how are we going to curb this problem we've been having? Oh, yeah. you have to be of legal age to get in.
1: Yeah, you don't let 16-year-olds in the building. That'll stop him, right? Here we go. He's just a truffle pig out there searching the playgrounds. I'll find
2: him. I'll find him. He's got the, uh, you know, like he's like a wild boar when, when it comes to <laughs> underage girls.
1: You think an age limit's going to stop me? <laughs> Are you fucking nuts?
2: Dave Sara Super Chat. Uh, Dalia, or as I call him, Patty C Cups with G-Rape. <laughs> um,
1: interesting Patrick Michael and Chris D'Elia who's funnier that's tough I'll tell you this I think Patrick Michael Carl might disagree with me I think Patrick Michael might make more sense than Chris D'Elia like when when D'Elia gets into these long rants that we've played of him mm-hmm. It it's inane whereas Patrick Michael might make bad jokes but at least it's well, coherent might be strong,
2: but you can make sense of it. The, the weird thing is, uh, Chris D'Elia used to not be like he is.
1: I know. We all know you loved his early stuff. Chris Craig says he's a, It was a great comic. No, there was. There was I, never, I never got it.
2: There was one special I didn't think was the worst thing I'd ever seen.
1: Yeah, Chris called it. I mean, uh, I keep calling you Chris for some reason. I get it. <laughs> 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 um, Craig compared it to uh, live at
2: the Sunset Strip. <laughs> yeah, it was the same thing.
1: He said well, he was like, "It's kind of the the New Age live at the Sunset Strip," you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, "Oh man, these girls are so hot." <laughs> I was like, "I get, I don't know." <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, so he has he has these age restrictions at his shows now. He's the only one like Shane Gillis. I imagine you have to be eighteen to go see. If not 21 in some places, I would think. But, you know, I guess you lead a certain lifestyle and you're the only one who has to announce it.
2: Uh, Dave Sauer again, another his fourth super chat of the show.
1: Hey, we, we may only have one guy in the chat, but <laughs> <laughs> he's persistent. <laughs> uh, Thank you, buddy. I,
2: I say that because Patty is slowly doing Dalia isms
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's, a, he, he's um, a fan of these guys, right, Patrick Michael?
2: I don't even know who the fuck that is.
1: He's um he's a target of uh Carl's and WATP. Oh. but he's a guy the only reason he's a show like they discovered that gets like six listeners.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Like just ran, I have no idea how they even found it. Um but now he has listeners because of Carl and them. But every time he starts to gain some momentum, he starts blocking everyone. <laughs> like if they're like people will subscribe to his Patreon
2: mm-hmm.
1: and if he gets wind that they're there kind of to mock him, he'll ban them.
2: I didn't know you could even do that on Patreon.
1: Guys, come on! Mock me all you want! Well, you, you know, be a little careful, but...
2: Uh, he's a target of KKK Carl. Yes.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that it wasn't associated with me for the first time.
1: <laughs> uh, you and Carl run in the same circle. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh, anyways. We going so, to- Cristalia, this is a couple weeks ago, I think, on his TikTok. Yeah, but uh, I I didn't see it till uh, just the other day, <laughs> and um, apparently he's been recognized. Guys, the scandal hasn't quelled his fame; he's just as famous as ever, and this video is is
3: proof of it. It's not me. You're D'Elia. No, it's not me. Him, I, it's not him. You, my friends were just at your show. You, ready? you know how you
1: know him. this is an organic moment is because everyone is already filming when a stranger approaches you.
2: I think it's organic that he's walking by the club he just performed at, and he's like, "That's not me.
1: <laughs> but, but why would he be filming? Unless they were already like, hey, you're Chris D'Elia. What, what's truly sad is envisioning this man go, hey, you mind doing that again so I can film? Hey, you want to be in my TikTok?
2: I, okay, so defend him real quick. It does appear... That they were filming. He was filming something else, and she walked into it. All right, all right. I had more fun living the other way, but that's fine. All right, I'll believe Uh, that. We have to. If we're gonna take shots at him, we have to make sure they're legitimate.
1: That's fair. That's fair. So let's see how he handles this. He's recognized. Let's see the kind of magic that this comedic genius (laughs) comes up
2: with. The uh, the awkward. It's not him or me. <laughs> didn't didn't already give you a little? Well, lift. it's just comedy gold. I mean, then you. Wait, right, well, it is you. You just said it to you. I get it. That's oh, fun. You're clearly not Christalia, because you have a British accent.
1: <laughs> Which and it's spot on, by the way. <laughs> Show you ready? they're gonna
8: fucking shit their <laughs> fucking pants. Awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I've never been in a situation where I thought I might be raped, but I could imagine shitting my pants. Also, It makes sense. <laughs>
2: They're gonna, they're gonna I'm gonna send them a picture of us and they're gonna ask me if I'm okay.
1: <laughs> Put it this way. I don't think I would lose control of my bowels if I was about to be raped by Chris Delia. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna blame anyone who is. People have
2: different tolerances for different levels of fear. You know what, Mike? You don't you don't know till you're in that situation.
1: That's exactly right. So, yeah, I'm not going to blame anyone for shitting their pants out of fear of being raped by Chris (laughs) You're
2: going to shit my pants, or as Chris likes to call it, shitting on his balls. (laughs) Same thing. Uh, Tomorrow? Uh Uh-huh.
0: Tomorrow. Uh, Hear okay. me out. Lunch. Oh. Juniper on 8th Street.
3: Hey, Juniper, I remember this. Yeah.
0: Can't wait. And order the oven bread.
1: Oven bread?
2: Yeah. Amazing. Literally- he's a very weird guy. And now he's getting, uh, you know, here's the best thing on the menu
1: <laughs> Hey, hey, a fan that wants to have a social relationship with me? What could go wrong?
2: <laughs> this lady has no idea what she's walking into. <laughs>
1: Oh, you'd like to have an interaction with me outside of a fan entertainer relationship? When has that ever gone bad for me in the past? I'm expecting. I can't think of. I can't think of any documentaries based around that.
2: I'm expecting Delia to just show her his ankle bracelet and be like, "Because of this, I cannot legally which have dinner with you."
1: I'm not allowed more than six feet from this theater, which is why I'm standing out here. <laughs>
0: Order the oven bread. Oven bread? Yeah.
1: Amazing. It will
6: literally make you come in your pants. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's that good.
1: Chris would prefer to come somewhere else if you wouldn't mind. Do you have a younger sister by any chance? (laughs) Uh, Are there any middle schools in the area you could direct him to? Because coming is what he's interested in doing. (laughs) You brought up the correct subject. Wow. Okay.
7: Yeah, it's that good.
3: Well, better wear underwear.
7: I'll
3: wear a diaper. Thank you.
1: Chris, how have you not realized you shouldn't be having these interactions with your fans? This is probably a trap, Chris. (laughs) Stay away. Yeah, this is one of these people that thinks they're pedophile hunting.
2: Don't you realize? (laughs) This is a Chris Hansen wannabe. You're done, bud. Chris, run! We got the chat logs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Imagine it'd be so funny because I think uh, Chris lives in L.A., right? Yes, he's just, he's just walking down Rodeo Drive or whatever and he sees Chris Hansen across the street just because that's where all famous people live yeah. and he just starts running <laughs> naturally Now it
1: says here you told this young lady you thought the food was so good it made you come in your pants Is that correct? <laughs> uh, yes technically that's correct but I'm doing a silly voice Does that make me innocent?
2: I don't know what that means <laughs> That's That was the end of the video
1: uh, so it's good. Chris is up to his old high drinks. He has learned not a single lesson yet again. <laughs> when the documentary came out, he shit all over his wife. After that, now a Rolling Stone article says the FBI might be looking into him. And still, he feels what could what what's the harm in interacting with the fans? I don't. <laughs> what could go wrong? They all seem to love me.
2: Nothing, and can they'll
1: never change.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs> No matter what I do to them, they'll never have a, a bad story about me. <laughs> what a fucking weird existence. At least, uh, you know, I mean, us as ob- observers know that that lady was not his type. Uh, That's fair. That's
1: fair. But still, it's just in general to have. To, I would just be like, maybe I'd have a fun interaction with them. Maybe. Hey, as it goes. I am Crystal Oh, you're a fan. Thanks so much. But you don't need to display it for the world when you've lived the the type of life that Chris has for the last few years. I,
2: I do enjoy in that video he was on a scooter. And I I like, I like how he's using that as like, a, do you find this cool? If the He's got a little propeller hat on. Yeah. Do you, I'm just a little boy. If you think this is cool, let's fucking talk.
1: Yeah. Any other babes that want to hop on this scooter? <laughs> hey, how do you like the whip, ladies? <laughs> Yeah, pretty fresh set of wheels outside.
2: Pretty neat, I'd say.
1: <laughs> eh, you know what? Might ditch the scoot and blade for a few hours if you guys want to join me.
2: If you're interested in the same stuff I am, no
8: big deal. <laughs> um, All right.
2: What else be, do we have? We have um a commercial or um uh, Mr. Baldwin. Um... Let's end with the commercial We always like to end with Hackride It's an appropriately timed video At least this time It
1: is It is. Oh you know what Actually let's do the commercial first And we'll close with uh, We'll close with Baldwin Let's play uh, Hackride's got a commercial to uh, Promote the Merchandise we have in the store uh, Which I never do So I'm glad Hack Ride would do something like this mm-hmm. I should note to everyone We do offer more than one item In the store <laughs> It's interesting what he chose to focus on. Um, But he and Nick Fuentes were hard at work, and they came up with a pretty good commercial for us. So go to blindmike.net if you'd like, and this is some of the stuff that we offer there.
0: Do you need a sturdy, better-than-average coffee mug? (laughs) Hi, I am Nick Fuentes, and when I'm thirsty, I reach for my Blind Mike exclusive mug featuring Hack Ride. Created with the highest quality materials These mugs are basically indestructible Whether you are at home Or in the office These mugs really stand out Look at that sexy mug Do You want to go to lunch with us? You gross No <laughs> thanks, Golden Girls Go to blindmike.net And choose the option for the merch store There you will find this amazing Hack ride themed mug Even if you are on the go These mugs provide a great travel mug To keep your coffee warm or ice cream cold Hey there, beautiful. Did you lose one of your toys? I am Shana Ray and I fuck hard. Oh <laughs> what was that? I think that was an alien. <laughs> Order your mug today and support the Blind Mike Project blind mike made such a good product that sometimes i find that i can put things other than coffee in them like whipped cream or candy lots and lots of candy can
3: i ask where you got
0: that mug ah i can smell your blood from here granny you bleeder (laughs) get away get away order your mug today and support the blind mike project i love my hack ride themed blind mike mug and i guarantee that you will too Oh, there is the dinner bell. (laughs) Hey, girls, look at all the candy I have here in this great mug. (laughs) Order your mug today while supplies last.
7: Stay tuned to the Blind Mike Network after today's show for Craig's new show, Craig's Sausage Junction. I know the Army Major will watch. I love wieners.
2: the fuck was that? I don't know. you know You know what hurts a little? I made sausages last night.
1: Oh, getting ready for Sausage Junction.
2: Yeah, I had to make a ton for Sausage Junction. CSJ.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes, go to the store like, Be like Nick Fuentes <laughs> And uh, check out the store Again, we do have, you know, shirts and hoodies And all kinds of stuff in there Or get a hack ride mug, I guess
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, On the video, you saw other stuff But he didn't mention any, anything else
1: Okay <laughs> And, uh, and uh, one other note Just as a, a human being Loved the Sean Ray cameo Let's tread lightly on that.
2: She's of age. We just just can't I understand.
1: tell. I'm just saying maybe having an AI child. She's not a child. Well, it's going to be hard to argue is what I'm saying.
2: Just thank God she has a TV show, at least.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very excellent work. Heck, right. Uh, definitely an upgrade from last week. I would
2: say, yeah, and uh, get that mug while you still can because we get four a year or something. I think that's how mug club works. So that will be limited time.
1: Oh, yeah. See that's, but this is what I told Hackride last week after um, the the three shop video, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> I said, "Don't." Like, oh, the Bob Levy thing is what made me think of it because, like, he had a commercial for Bob Levy's pools, <laughs> and I was like, "Let's not create." new show references with your videos. Build on show references. So that's obviously, we had Steven Crowder's Mug Club. We have Nick Fuentes's Mug Club. I think that's good. That's very funny. Yeah.
2: You know, in a couple of weeks, we'll have a new one. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but we'll figure that out when the, we come to it. So get your oh, mug while you can.
1: And I should have mentioned this earlier in the show. Uh, next week, we won't be live because I'll be driving home from Haver to Grace. So on... Wednesday, we're going to do a mailbag show, answer your questions, whatever, whatever questions you have. If you're on the Patreon, those get first crack at questions. And I'll also put it out on Twitter and stuff if you'd rather just send them there. Um, but any subject, particularly, I'll, I'll say this on the Patreon post, but uh, particularly those that, you know, boost our algorithm, maybe. If you need me to have some hot takes on, you know, Matt Rife. <laughs>
2: Feel free to shoehorn those in if you want. Kind of like Twitter shoehorns Matt Rife Blue Chew commercials on my timeline. Oh, does he do those? Oh my god! Every every time I go on my fucking phone. Oh, good for him. He's pumping. Is he sexy in them? No, I've never actually listened because I I just don't want to hear his voice. Uh, But he's he is overtaking the world. My wife, who's not like a big comedy person, the other day. Just goes. Have you seen this guy? And- I said this. I said this last night. So I talked about him with Royce
1: and Carl. And I've become like the Matt Reif correspondent. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I said by some metrics, he's the biggest comedian in the world.
2: By some metrics, for sure. You know
1: what I mean? Like if you talk about ter- certain ticket sales and prices and his following on social media, mm-hmm. he's massive right now.
2: Yeah. Like. Uh- my wife's not the biggest stand-up fan, so I was in like a real spot being like, do I just pretend I like this guy? So she shows further interest in, in comedy, or do I just comedy? tell her- the, Interesting. Or, or do I tell her, I told her the truth. I go, I hate him. I find him very annoying. <laughs> uh, see, I think you should have sucked it up and gone to a show. I, I, I might still, but he's hey, probably- It'll, he's it'll probably, save you back $1,600, but- <laughs> Is he fucking expensive? Oh, they were $800 a ticket. Oh, you weren't joking? No, no, no. Oh my God!
1: Where and it's sold out. He, um, and Cullinane told me this last month. So back this is May. He was sold out in April of next year in Boston.
2: Oh my God! Where is he? Is it Wilbur? I don't know. Jesus. Yeah.
1: Honestly, I would assume the Garden at this point. I I don't know.
2: Yeah. How many? I wonder how many uh, views his special has. Have you checked? Oh, millions! It was eight million or something like that. Ten million. So he's no Shane Gillis yet? Matt. Uh
1: he probably got there quicker though.
2: That's true. You know? Special. That's the one with the um the intro we didn't. Uh Matthew Stephen Reif. Let's let's see who gets offended. Well um, let's see who gets offended. Buckle up, gang. Uh his first special a year ago. Man, he has put two out in the last nine months.
1: That's how prolific he is. It's I gotta say, it doesn't take a long time to write. So this is your wife? <laughs> That's your mother. (laughs)
2: That's true. Let me guess. Gay. (laughs) It's a dude in like. I don't know how long those take to write, but. (laughs) So his first special uh, is at 7.7 million in the first year. This last one from two months ago is at 11 million already.
1: I mean, hey, good for him. Like, yeah. That's the thing is, people will say, like, oh, you're jealous. Not at all. Kudos, Matt. Congratulations. Make that money while you can, baby. I just don't get, comedically, I don't I don't get it.
2: See, Box Eating Dad's apparently going through the exact same thing I am when they're like, "Now
1: nah, he is funny. <laughs>
2: You're like, oh, all right. <laughs> I got lucky
1: that Alba likes enough comedy. Like, yeah. her favorite comics are like Mark Norman and Joe List.
2: Yeah, so she's going to hate him. Like, Thank God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she has friends text her and be like, hey, so they know I like comedy. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, does does Mike like Matt Rife?" <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'll tell him. She doesn't have the heart.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. He probably, he's probably all about him. I don't oh, know.
1: oh, he probably knows all about, yes. I'll have him check him out.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, it, dude, it was just like a, a heart deflating moment. She's like, have you seen this? And I was like, ooh, stand up. Let me look. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, go, I, I go, I just, I don't think there's anything to it. That's all. Yeah. He's uh, good at what right. he does, so, I guess. But
1: th- this will be. Um, I, I don't think I'll have as much fun with this As you guys will our, uh, our guy, Lieutenant Kirk Reached out to me and said You gotta look at this Alec Baldwin video And at first I didn't get it, cause of the old peepers And then uh, when he told me what was going on I was fascinated by it <laughs> So this is a post Now, we're really Going downhill
2: fast with Alec Baldwin Wait, 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 wait wait. Oh, sorry
3: Don't worry, it's not loaded. Alex got a gun.
1: These are just dummy bullets. The whole world ducks and runs. It's just a prop, I swear.
0: Alex got a gun.
1: Whoopsie daisy. (laughs) We've forgotten to play that the last few times. Yes, we have. Um, So uh, we've seen Alec devolve over the last few months where he came on and he was basically reading obituaries for a while. Mm-hmm. Then recently, he was you know, laid up on the couch, and so he just started having mindless chit-chat. And now he has resorted to theater of the mind. I guess we have to interpret what
2: Alec is thinking in these moments. I'm so confused but ready.
1: Let's, let's play it.
2: The volume is pumped, by the way. It's pinned. There it is. It's like Jeter walking through the
1: streets of New York in black and white. (laughs) What the freak is he doing? Okay, so can you read the caption?
2: There's no caption yet.
1: What do you mean? There's no caption for the Instagram video?
2: Oh, I rip on. let me find it. I rip it so I don't I'm not actually on Instagram.
1: Oh, Craig, you fool.
2: Okay. <laughs> give me one second. will
1: we'll keep playing the video while you look for it.
2: All right
1: I see. What does my life becomes? <laughs> Here I sit I Have I done it all? Well, I have a beautiful wife who doesn't realize what race she is. <laughs> I have children that I hate. I think I've accomplished
2: everything I'm here to do. Uh, would, you, would you like me, to, Alec, would you like me to read this? Uh... Please. Let me uh, pause this real quick. Or do you, should I keep playing while I read it?
1: I play, you don't know, play the music. I think it's a good setting to have in the background.
2: So I'm, I'm guessing this is just two more minutes of him not talking, flexing. It, he doesn't speak. He just keeps flexing and tussling his own hair. That's all he's doing. Oh, jeez. Uh, Sometimes She wouldn't
1: believe the stress I'm under (laughs) After being cleared of all
2: charges (laughs) Sometimes My faith is the one thing that's helped me sustain That helped sustain me during the toughest times And gratitude for all that God has given me Most of all, my wife, Elaria Our seven children And Ireland and her new home And her new family That's gonna
1: feel That's gonna feel Uh, my my seven children and of course the afterthought
2: (laughs) (laughs) all of whom have all of my heart God has been good to me and I hope that in the coming years my family and I will have the chance to give back some of what God has provided for us
1: (laughs) and I stood
2: tall and did it wrong This is fucking weird, man.
1: This is something that would be posted posthumously. <laughs> Describe to the folks, the audio listeners, what he's doing.
2: Uh, he's currently sitting, looking away from the camera with his arm up, just to you know. Super, I'll do it. I'll do it myself for the people watching. Just flex. Just flex and look off to the distance. You know, like you got something going on such a crazy world out there isn't it <laughs> It'd be great at the end of this video he just pulls a gun <laughs> have you ever
1: have you ever wondered if uh, our dreams are real and this is a
2: dream have you ever considered that <laughs> he's also closing his eyes like he's about to cry uh, sometimes I wonder what we're doing spinning around on this big blue marble <laughs> how did we miss this one
1: uh what do you mean it was posted after our last episode.
2: Oh, oh! I thought someone said go back in time and find,
1: and found this. No, no, no. Uh, he reached out to me and was like, you gotta watch this, but I didn't
2: catch it because it's so visual. Oh, that is friggin' weird. Was, I thought he like did this right after he killed the lady.
1: What is he? Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, it's even weirder that he's doing it now.
2: <laughs> Extremely strange. If he strange. did it
1: after he killed the woman, at least he would be like, boy, I'm really reflecting on things. But this is just like... On a a random Tuesday, I've decided to think about what it's like to reflect on it all. (laughs) Remember 30 Rock, Beetlejuice, Pearl Harbor, (laughs) along came Polly. (laughs) Just listing his movies now. (laughs) The Departed.
2: That is. Yeah, I I don't know what he's doing. He's going through something, man. (laughs) That is. And he's always like secluded in the house while there's a bunch of people going
1: yeah i wonder what happens in that it has to be his instagram time i bet he set a rule where it's like during during instagram time you don't get to speak to me <laughs> do you understand when i'm on ipad you're on the back deck <laughs> <laughs> there is there's daddy time and there's ipad time understood <laughs> When I have iPad, no one speaks to me.
2: I enjoyed that so much when he said that. <laughs> I watch on iPad. Watch on iPad. <laughs> like it's Netflix. Ah, <laughs> uh, the
1: the catalogue that iPad has accrued. There's a new really there's a new season of Angry Birds on iPad. <laughs> Ah, I like to play, it's an oldie but a goodie. I like to play the game Snood. (laughs) It's
2: available on iPad. It reminds me of a game I used to play on Nokia, Uh, Snake.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alex going through something. I worry about the guy because that is some weird shit to post. At least when he posts the videos, he's saying something. It might be mindless bullshit. But words are coming out of his mouth. This is a, this is a, a visual performance. You know, as Kramer said, uh, 80% of communication is nonverbal. So I guess that's what he's displaying
2: here. But it's just fucking weird, man. He just kept, he just kept putting his arms up like, uh, I am so fit for my age. I, what, <laughs> I think what he's telling,
1: well, what, he's, what, I'm, uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that uh, you can have all the strength in the world. That doesn't stop you from looking out the window and seeing some of the darkness that lies ahead. <laughs> Anyways, follow my wife, please. Let's get her up to a million.
2: We're we're, we're searching for one point five now.
1: <laughs> we're on the road to two million followers. And uh, if we get there, I'm going to play the Richard Ojeda drinking game. <laughs> with my buddies, Blind Mike and Craig. <laughs>
2: That'd We're going to down some brews as that crazy old bastard rips the conservatives. That'd be great if he, uh, if he has a new video that comes out and he's like, well, I thought I was done with this, but uh, apparently one million was not good enough. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: now I need you to subscribe to our Patreon and uh, make sure you smash the like button on YouTube if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> and uh, it'd be really swell if we got her a plaque. You know, if we get her to 100,000 subs, she can be sort of the Andrew Schultz of Hispanic culture.
2: That's exactly it. Hispandrew Schultz, if you will. She's just appropriating her own culture (laughs) like he is.
1: At least that's how Andrew Schultz talks. Right,
2: right. (laughs) At least he always has as far as we know.
1: Right, right. Oh, hell yeah, Alec Baldwin! I worry about him. Let's keep an eye on him. Thank you, folks. Uh, thank you, Lieutenant Kirk, for alerting me to these non any um, any verbal Instagram shit from Alec Baldwin. Let me know. Describe it to me, and I'll make sure we play it on the show.
2: <laughs> Send it in braille. <laughs>
1: um, can, you know what? Since we played all the others, can we hear the Tom Myers uh, intro real quick? Uh, yep. As we close up shop here on a Friday.
2: Yeah. One second. I already x out, here we go. Uh uh, here we go.
1: Already x out.
2: Yeah, because we we talked about it in yeah, whatever, here it is. <laughs> Very catchy. Bye,
7: bye, Hello, no <laughs> see Tom Myers. The
2: comedy of Tom Myers. E, that's the best one, definitely. Oh, a thousand percent. The song is really Sick. good, actually. So we're going to
1: see Tom Myers June 29th, folks. Whenever you're listening to this, make sure you set your calendars for June 29th. If you're in the Havre de Grace area, or like some people... Don't find that to be an absurd drive. Then <laughs> I get, uh, we've sold out the back row.
2: It's, um, a, it's about all the tickets that are gone from the charts that have been sent.
1: Yeah. People have messaged me and been like, hey, I'm buying tickets. Only the back row is sold. Is that you? <laughs> oh yeah, that's us.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be awkward too, because they're going to try to get you to move up.
1: They're going to get us to move. I've already got the excuse. Built it
2: I'm blind I need a quick exit
1: <laughs> No that would actually work to my detriment They try and get me up front But I'm going to say That um, we don't want to be Victims of Tom Myers Brutal <laughs> vicious crowd work
2: <laughs> You know this, <laughs> this would be so I don't f- want him to skewer me <laughs> It'd be so funny because he'd get outwitted By everyone in the front row If they moved everyone up <laughs>
1: Oh, him, him versus Justin would be a sight to see. Maybe we should move up to the front row.
2: Chef Lewis even would say something <laughs> stupid to him. <laughs> he'd be like, I got this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, so me and Justin are going to be driving down to Havre to Grace next week. By this time tomorrow, we will be back in Massachusetts, hopefully. Uh, or on our way back, anyways. By, by this time next week, I
2: mean. Oh, I was, I was like, uh, <laughs> by this time tomorrow. <laughs> I go, does everyone else know that we were lying to them about the date of the show?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, by this time next week, yeah. So, June 29th, if you want to join us again, uh, when I do these meetups, we benefit nothing from it. So, don't feel like you're supporting the show to buy a ticket, <laughs> we get nothing out of it. Um, so, uh, if you want to, if you just want to join us, have a good time. Feel free to come on down to Hever to
2: Grace. Yeah, should, I, w- I really wish I could go. But there was no nope. explaining that one to the wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just like thinking back about when Justin was like, "Yeah, we should go. It'd be funny if we went." Blah blah. blah. And they kind of trying con- to convince me, and I was like, "Yeah, maybe." And he's like, "I'm gonna level with you. I'll probably I'm probably going anyways." So <laughs> <laughs> like he tried to portray it as like, "Hey, if you want to, I'll drive you." <laughs>
2: That's very funny.
1: All right. Um, anything else? I got nothing. Had a boy. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. We will be, uh, you know, check out blindmike.net for goodness sake. Um, I saw Mike Harris pop up on Twitter.
2: Yeah, he's drinking again, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I don't know what that was.
1: <laughs> because normally- I didn't understand. Yeah, someone just invoked his name and all of a sudden I, I see him going at them.
2: Yeah, he, and I, I I saw that and I went. I don't even get this, so I I don't know. I'm just not going to say anything.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, uh, how's oh BGS
2: oh, it was it was uh, it was when um, we were talking about that BJ girl. I was making Mike Harris jokes. Yes, that's what it was. And someone tagged oh, okay. him, and he just responded four days later. That's all it was.
1: Yeah, it's good to get angry about a show you haven't listened to. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: just what I would say. Going blind. Um.
1: Uh, how's uh, how's VGS holding up without
2: them? Uh Good. We took this week off because uh, Tim and Matt both had stuff going on, and I was like, well, we haven't actually had a week off, so we'll be back Monday with I don't even know what, but we'll have fun. There's a lot of stuff okay. on- uh, how's
1: that for promotion, folks? Uh, I, I, R- hey, run, don't
2: walk to that Patreon. Well, normally I'm like, oh, haven't this- Haven't <laughs> done a show and don't know when we will again. No, no, we're going to be Monday night, 8, 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard Time on the Patreon, <laughs> but normally like right here, I'm like, this is what we talked about this week, but we didn't, so I'm just <laughs> like- if you have, if you haven't seen Tim get his ass waxed yet, get it. Oh, and we play. We've been playing Quiplash. Very, very yeah. fun. Thank you, not Ben. Well, how
1: about this? If you watch the um, firing of Anthony Cumia episode,
2: <laughs> I and you think
1: not only yeah. do I want that kind of stuff um on the air mm-hmm. i'd like people to go a little more extreme in their thoughts <laughs> on race
2: Yeah, exactly. check out very good show yeah come on by have some fun it's if you cheap. think i'm boy anthony's really going easy on the blacks it's it's really <laughs> cheap patreon so if you hate it you don't even notice the money you lost so just come by
1: <laughs> that's the spirit yeah
2: yeah patreon.com very good show really easy
1: it's funny because we used to do, we used to like scrape and claw to get to an hour and now we've done two hours and I'm like, ah, what else can we talk about? But
2: I know <laughs> we've been on a roll. Nice roll. Uh, yeah. Appreciate uh, you, uh, you oh. it. Like the YouTube is grown. Oh no. I know so what we can talk about. We, there are some BJ fucking stands in the comment section. Did you oh, see that? Yeah. I could not believe what I was seeing.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't give both sides of the argument apparently. Uh, well, that's the thing. I I can believe it because I was warned. <laughs> if you're going to talk about her, uh, she might. Th- th- there might be some people To come after
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did not know that You had that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, people want. That's to, why. Uh, I
1: like, so I liked doing that, mm-hmm. and I, it seemed like people enjoyed it or were interested in it. But then I, I I did kind of realize after the episode I was like, I I don't have any interest. I've talked about this before, where like. Uh, Kirk was always very good at that. Like kind of choosing an enemy, exposing their hypocrisy, all that shit and going after him. I'm not good at that. Particularly when like if the heat turned on me and like her fans started coming after me,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'd be like okay, I'm sorry. Uncle. Jesus. Don't worry. Leave me alone.
2: <laughs> don't worry. I got you. I got your back, Mikey.
1: <laughs> but I was kind of just like, ah, we don't need it. So like we'll make fun of BJ, but I, I don't know if I love like the deep dive aspect of it, you know?
2: Yeah, man, I mean, it was an important story. Plus, she's literally trying to kill Ben Margera. So
1: she is trying to kill Ben Margera and, you know, uh, invoked, <laughs> invoked litigation and then ran away from it pretty quickly.
2: But I will fuck you up in court. I guess I'm being sued. <laughs> oh, I, I
1: told you I never want. It's hilarious. There's nothing better than a compilation video of someone being a hypocrite. Oh, it's the best. When you cut from, I dare you to sue me. I welcome it. I want it to happen to. I never invited any of this. <laughs> you guys know i never wanted it
2: <laughs> yeah and, and just so everyone that you know all these bj stands they're like oh you are not know, taking sides basically what i hate about this person was her going your mom is a fucking bitch for trying to help you <laughs> like right she's the worst so
1: yeah right like talking him out of there's a guy you know <laughs> on the edge basically and she's talking out hit him out of receiving help all right that's a great like hey if you want to use the guy for views or whatever, I don't like that either. But worse has been done in broadcasting, you know? <laughs> so so go for it, I suppose. But actively trying to tell him to not seek help
2: is the crazy part. Insane. I- insane. Uh, the chat wants another VGS Blind Mike Project crossover episode. It's been too long.
1: Well, the problem is Mike's gone.
2: Yeah, he, he's the fun part to bash on. Mike it- was
1: kind of the glue. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think Tim's ever spoken on an episode that I've done with him.
2: Well, to be fair, the last one we did was his first episode with us.
1: Well, I don't think that's true. No? I remember very specifically when his first episode was.
2: Wasn't that the Tim Tom episode? I remember it all too well. Oh, the Tim, the Tim Tom debacle, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> a certain drop was played roughly 9,000 times. <laughs> We get it. It's an Asian accent. It's silly.
2: It was. It was the uh, the. It was like the first week of that drop, and it was. It's a very funny drop.
1: Sure. Yes. It diminishing returns. I think. But
2: I haven't. I haven't used it in like two months.
1: Oh, but people, what are you even paying for? You know? Oh, really? Right, well, there we go. <laughs> there it is. That's funny. See, it is funny. It is funny when Trey and Matt do it, but you know. Paul oh, really? <laughs> I never heard that version
2: I got that one late
1: <laughs> uh, Alright everybody Yeah, Go subscribe to Craig or Check out Craig's show for free at least And see if you like it Go subscribe Yeah, um, And go to blindmike.net Do the same All our free links are there And the Patreon If you want Don't feel pressure
2: Sorry for all this You know promotion Yeah um, And follow Hackride Yeah definitely I think it's a hackride On Twitter Yeah. I think.
7: All right. We'll find him. We'll see you later.
2: And we have a mean transition.
7: Sapper's clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as
0: always, rock on.
8: Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. Fist on it. All right.
7: All right. All right. All right. All right.
8: Stop. My belly hurts. What's that, sir?
1: Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.